It looks like some things have changed. Are we doing a good enough job teaching our children what America is and what she represents? If you want an abortion, get one! Younger parents aren't sure that an appreciation of America is the right thing to teach modern children. We're not going to make America great again. It was never that great. When I drive into a neighborhood and there are American flags, it's a message of white supremacy. I'm warning of an eradication of the American memory that could result in an erosion of the American spirit. We need to completely dismantle the police department. If we forget what we did, we won't know who we are. We've got to do a better job of getting across that America is free, and freedom is special and rare. Freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom of enterprise. As long as we remember our first principle and believe in ourselves, the future will always be ours. Ours was the first revolution in the history of mankind that truly reversed the course of government and with three little words, we the people. We the people are free. What is going on, my fellow domestic terrorists? Welcome to another episode of We the People Radio. I'm your host, James, and joining me is the right-wing cigar king, niggas for Trump, Mr. Alan Jacoby. You're racist for saying that. I, I'm just reading. Oh, I'm reading, I'm reading, reading yeah. words. <laughs> Let's go! 20, 20 or 30% of the black vote for Donald Trump this, this election. I think it's going to be close to 30, dude. Do I make do I make this shirt look offensive? I mean, Alan, it should make, not. It should you, not be offensive make. because it's a black shirt. It's a black shirt <laughs> with white writing. It's a black shirt. Now, if I got the white shirt with black writing, I think it'd be questionable if it was racist or not. Where's your hood? And, oh, it's and, a dry. It's a, it's a dry cleaners. And, and to be to be fair, Alan. You do make everything look offensive. Look at how ugly you are, you fucking garden gnome piece of shit. Yeah, I mean, nothing looks gonna, good on you. I'm not going to argue with that. Uh, fair, fair. At least I'm not a faggot FBI whistleblower. You are a CIA shill, though. It's way better than being an FBI whistleblower, a faggot FBI whistleblower. So Alan today, Alan, <laughs> got into it a little bit and then dragged me into it because I'm now blocked. I didn't to drag uh, you into it, you placed yourself. I I inserted myself very, very it, not so, so gently into the conversation. But to be to be fair, to be fair, he I it took him a couple days to answer because I believe it was either yesterday or the day before that I responded to his uh, ridiculous tweet about Donald Trump's FBI tweet, which I don't even care about the tweet itself. It's just. Mm-hmm. I knew that this guy, Kyle Seferin, that everybody's like jerking off over because he's some FBI hero whistleblower. And I'm not taking that away from him. 
But he no, I respect what he did. Absolutely. He, he literally has turned it into a grift. Yep. And then I know firsthand from people that deal with him that he hates Donald Trump. He and and he's faking that he supports Donald Trump with his photo with Cash Patel at Mar-a-Lago with all of his notoriety because, well, his notoriety came from MAGA. And he Mm -hmm. saw an opportunity, him and his other whistleblower FBI friends saw an opportunity to grift. And what did they do? They started the suspendables, which they should rename the retardables or the griftables. That's what it should be, the griftables. The griftables, because that's what they did. And you want to know something? I literally, right before this happened, I saw the shirts and I was talking to a couple people. I was like, oh, they're really cool. I'm going to go order one because I really, I like the brand. I like what it was about. I liked what they were about. And then it all came out, all right? This this guy, at least Kyle. I'm not talking about the guy Steve Friend or the other guy. I forget his name. This guy Kyle. He's got his podcast. He's getting his viewership, and he's getting his money. And I don't even know if he has sponsors. And he's selling his merchandise. Probably has a book deal coming in if it doesn't have one yet. And it just makes me question a lot of these whistleblowers. Um, where all right, they're whistleblowing, but. Are they preparing the grift before they blow the whistle so they know that they have an income beforehand? Because I don't know if I buy now that these people and their families are suffering financially. And then at first, oh, it's the give, send, go. They're in front of Congress and they're getting shunned and persecuted by their employer, which I'm not doubting. But I just that feel I believe, like, at least with the FBI. Yes. I just feel like. Uh, so I don't know. Alan, I'm with you, dude. Uh, I am with you. Um, I think that these guys saw an opportunity like they did what they did. And I respect what they did by opening their mouth. And I hope other people decide to follow their lead and blow the whistle on the corruption in the FBI to stack on to what we already have. I hope that's the case. But these two saw an opportunity uh, to make make some money. And they they went out there and started this podcast and this merch and they are their audience, their audience, the people that listen to them, that donate to their to their uh, GoFundMes, to their Patreons and watch their show. A large majority of them, I would say 90 to 95 percent of their listeners are Donald Trump MAGA supporters, 90 to 95 percent. So they're now selling this stuff to all these MAGA supporters because these MAGA supporters think these people are pro make America great again. They want it. They, they think that these people want to see our Republic restored. And you look at their profile and they're like, Oh, second amendment, absolutionist, constitutional extremist, this, that, and the other. And Alan asked him a bunch of times who he supports and, and, and I, I made a comment after Alan got blocked. I had made a comment. I think this is what got me blocked. I said, yo, dude, like, it's not that difficult to come out and say I support Donald Trump in his 2024 reelection. Like, it's not difficult to endorse somebody or say I endorse Ron DeSantis or say I endorse doesn't matter who it is. Just stand by what you believe in and, and make a statement. But he doesn't. The reason why he doesn't, because he knows he doesn't support Donald Trump because he's not going to endorse Donald Trump. He's going to toe the line just to act like he's MAGA the entire time, wait till the primary is over, and he's going to say, oh, look, I support Donald Trump. He's the primary candidate. 
But in reality, he he does not want to vote for Donald Trump. He wants Donald Trump to lose the, the primary and doesn't want his audience to know that. He wants his audience to think that he's riding with Donald Trump the entire time. And as soon without as, like, saying a word, and that's yeah. the thing is, is people need to realize. And this is what I'm I'm going. People are going to see me calling out everybody, where. If they have these platforms and they're and it's obvious they're towing the line because they're saying, "Well, we need to win." Well, what do you mean we need to win? What is that? A big? Oh, it's a giant, it's beautiful, beautiful purple mug, marijuana nub. Yeah, it's beautiful. These people. If you're supporting Donald Trump, there's no question that you're going to come out loud and proud. If you're uh, on social media and you're in this movement somehow, one way or another, that you're going to say you you support Donald Trump. There, there is no way that you're not. And the thing that happened with him is when I, when I called him out and then he finally responded and I could tell, I mean, I got a response from him. I got multiple responses from him. He was not happy. He tried to attack me, which listen, I love when people attack me. I, I it doesn't, it doesn't Alan, bother me Alan one bit. It. I eat that shit up. Alan fucking you know? loves it. So he, he, you know, goes, and says, oh, you know, your MAGA mornings and your 14 viewers like that shit doesn't bother me. And right away you went to the grift because well, obviously all you care about is your platform and your viewership and your following mm-hmm. because you have this big account of whatever hundred and something thousand followers, which I can give two fucks about. Yep. I, I don't I don't you've I couldn't. Been, you've been nuked twice at over 20K. Yeah, I don't care. Like, dude, I don't care. I'm asking you a question. You're out here and you have all this MAGA support and all these people that are Trump supporters. Now, now they don't know what to do. They're calling it like uh, someone was like, oh, the, the MAGA splinter, like uh, it, MAGA people are fighting amongst each other. No, we're not because he's not a MAGA guy and he has Bingo. all you fucks fooled because Bingo. he's riding the line and he's he's just riding the wave and the grift. So what does he do? He stays silent. He does these milk toast comments and posts about supporting Donald Trump. He aligns when he's when he's on the when he's asked on the spot who he's supporting, he doesn't tell me. Nope. He blocks me. Not only that, but then he has a non-Biden accounts. Uh, I mean, sorry, a non. It might as well be a non-DeSantis accounts that are well-known anonymous DeSantis accounts mm-hmm. with five six thousand followers. Mm-hmm. Joint attack me. So oh, what yeah. does that tell you? He's working with them, but but not that he's working with them. He's not supporting Donald Trump. He's most no, likely going to vote how he's going to vote, and then he's going to come out after the primary, just like you said. Oh, when Donald Trump wins, oh yeah, Donald Trump, rah rah rah. We got to take the White House back. That's not a MAGA supporter. That's not a Trump supporter. If you're coming late to the fucking party after the primary with that rah 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 Trump bullshit, you're a cunt. Get so- the fuck out. So Buck Fiden said in the chat that Serapin reached out to him. So that's exactly what I, I think. I think he's communicating with a lot of these anonymous uh, simp accounts. And it, it, dude, it's 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 so easy to say, like, there's people, Alan, that hate Donald Trump as a man, that think he's a racist, that think yep. he's a pig, that think he's disgusting. But after these past four years and what we've seen, they're like, no, he's the man for the job. He's the guy that we need. And we see video after video of people like, I don't like Donald Trump, but I'm voting for the guy because he's he's the best man for the job. Like, you, you, you could even come out and say that, like, hey, I don't like Donald Trump as a man or I'm not a huge fan of the guy, but he's the right man for the job. So I'm giving him my support. And I think everybody else should too uh like it, it's very easy it's not a difficult thing to do it's not 
It's not. And if you're if you're a DeSantis supporter, be a fucking man and say, hey, I'm actually I'm out on this one. I'm some supporting Ron DeSantis. I'm still going to make fun of you. I'm still going to tell you that you're a fucking idiot. But I at least respect you because you're not grifting off of all of your supporters because you don't want to tell them you're not supporting the guy that that, that are supporting you. So I I can't stand these fucking cucks. I can't stand any of them. And there's so many, there's so many that go out there and they, they use Donald, they don't, they use Donald Trump's notoriety, his fame, his, the narratives that surround Donald Trump, not even just his name, just, just the pop culture that comes around Donald Trump to grow their audience, to bring in all these MAGA supporters. Cause let's be real. If you if you're a openly a Donald Trump supporter, you're going to get some more followers just strictly because of that. Strictly Absolutely. because of that. 100%. It's the Donald Trump effect. It's it, 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 it is what it is. Because because of what Donald Trump represents, because of what he's done, if you out if you're outwardly in support of him, you're going to get you're going to get more views, more clicks, more anything. And if you're one of those people that are using that that type of popularity to get those views and clicks, there's no place for you in MAGA. There's no place for you uh, restoring this republic because I'll tell you right now, if push comes to shove, that person who, who who's snaking in the background, acting like they're part of us, and then in reality they're not, when push comes to shove, they're the one who wants to sell you down the river. They're the ones 100%. to tell you, hey, that guy belongs in the gulag. He's a Donald Trump supporter. Well, here's another thing too, and, and I – Listen, I have friends that are Trump supporters that will criticize Donald Trump on certain things. Listen, we I'll have. Be, I'll be completely transparent. I criticize him on a couple things, but I'm going to tell you this. Right now, we're in a fucking battle to win a war. Yep. Okay? Yep. And every bit of support counts. So as a diehard Trump supporter myself— Hmm. And I don't care what people think of me for saying this. I don't give a fuck. I am not going, even if I disagree, I am not going to disavow Donald Trump in any sort of public space because we are in this battle to win the war, and that war is the election, okay? So if you're true Trump and you want to play your fucking wannabe political pundit games, and I know plenty of people that do it because I see it every day, and to be honest, it makes me want to fucking puke on them, then you know what? To me, and you can you can get mad at me if, if people are going to hear this or see this when, when I say it, who follow me, who I know, and you're going to criticize Donald Trump openly on your platform with your following, and you say you support Donald Trump, you should be a fuck. you should be, you should be fucking ashamed of yourself because you are not a true warrior in this fight, in this battle, in this war to get Donald Trump back in the White House. Because I don't want to fucking hear, I could support Donald Trump and criticize him even though I'm going to vote for him. You sound like a fucking idiot. You know who you are. I love you. A lot of you. But you sound like cunts. Well, that's the thing. Sorry. Alan. No, no. I, 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 I'm 100% agreeing with you. And, and here's why. Nine, 90 a lot i wouldn't say 90 percent, but a very large amount of people that are you know watching everything unfold in the world right now are completely clueless that we are in a war they think this is just you know this is just politics this is just you know the political atmosphere the political game that everybody's playing but the sooner that these people realize that our republic is literally at stake our freedom 
is literally at stake. Like this is not we're we're not playing for like another four more years. Like like really think about this. If we lose this election, America is dead. Like we cannot survive another four years of an economy like this. Wars, uh, It'll big farm. We America can't survive. Like like it, it's already getting to the point like where we're literally talking about like how are people going to put food on the table? People couldn't buy Christmas presents, couldn't heat their house. There's people that are already in that situation and yeah. we're not far from people taking things into their own hands. Like we're we're really not. And 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 this is the point. If you're going to go out there and criticize Donald Trump because you don't like one thing that he did, you're you're only doing him a disservice. You're only you're only making it harder to get people to realize that we are in a war and he is the man that we need to lead us in this war. He's not going to save us. He's not going to save no. us because we yeah. we the people are a huge reason why this republic will be saved. We save the people us. save the criticism for after we win the war, meaning getting him elected at least no, win that the- battle. At least through the primary, all right? When he's announced and he accepts that nomination for the Republican nominee, because you're, you're not – at that point, no one in, in as a Republican is going to go and vote Democrat unless they just completely have fucking bonkers, all right? So it's not a hard thing to do. It, it this, this is the the figuratively the bloodiest presidential election of our lifetime. So the most important election Don, of our lifetime. It is. And you know, Donald Trump says some things that not everybody agrees with, including myself. But I'm at this stage of the game right now, I'm not gonna come out and disavow him when I know as a true Trump supporter, okay, of what he's going to do, what he's capable of doing, and what he has done to disavow him to possibly turn anybody away from him. I'm not gonna do that because I'm a true some. Trump supporter it has nothing to do with following somebody blindly because I'll say it again. There are things that I do criticize Donald Trump about, but I'm not going to do it publicly. I'm not going to do it publicly because we have a we have a fucking war to win. We have battles to win and a war to win. He's the best man for the job. That's po- it. Po- point blank, period. He's the only guy that's going to like Ron DeSantis is not going to go in there and hold these evil fucks accountable for all the things that they're doing. They're, they're, he's not. He's not. And maybe Donald Trump won't either. Maybe Donald Trump won't either. I, I don't think that's the case. I think he's going to go in there and drop the hammer and do what they're doing to him right back to them with evidence and everything in tow to hold them, actually hold them accountable. Uh, and I think this is part of why we're seeing everything uh, uh, play out the way that we're seeing it play out. Uh, but at the same time, he's the only person that's going to do it. There's no other candidate that ha- has even a sliver of hope of holding these people accountable. Like if, 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 if Meepo Rob gets in, just say, say for example, or Nikki Haley gets in, it's going to be four more years of the same old bullshit that we've been dealing with the, with the Republican party forever. Yeah. Like it's, for- just, it's just another, it's just another Bush term is what yes. it is. Well, that's, that's exactly, what it is. A hundred percent. It's, it's going to be the same. Like we sit here all the time. There's so many Republicans that are like, I'm so sick of the do nothing Republicans. I'm so sick of them doing nothing, this, that, and the other. They, they, they talk a big game, but never execute. And, and, and we're one of them, but we're out here looking at the, the, the potential for a solution. And I think Donald Trump is the best solution. I don't think that, that that's debatable. Um, no, 
And there's a reason why they're trying to take this man down and stop him from getting in because they're worried about that as well. Every single, every single person on TV right now is freaking the fuck out. Like they're, 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 they're losing their shit because they think Donald Trump is going to get in and become a dictator. They're, 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 they're comparing him to Hitler. They're, uh, they're, they're doing everything they can to make it seem like Donald Trump is going to get rid of the constitution. He's going to, you know, uh, support appoint only loyalists. Like look at him. I think it's MSNBC. Look what these fucking cucks did. They brought these, these, these women on to come and talk mad shit about Donald Trump. Look at this shit. Trump term could mean the end of American democracy as we know it. And I I don't say that lightly. We all (laughs) witnessed him (laughs) trying to steal a democratic election before and going to historic and unconstitutional lengths to do so. Um, oh, sure. And, and that just shows that he's willing to basically break every barrier to right. get into power and to stay into power. But also, um, I'm very concerned what, about what the term would actually look like. We don't need to speculate what a second Trump uh, term would look like because we already saw it play out. To this day, he still doubles down on the fact that he thinks that the election was stolen, it was. fraudulent. And then his rhetoric has just gotten increasingly erratic. I mean, he has literally called for things like doing away with parts of the Constitution, wanting to weaponize Where? the DOJ to enact revenge on his political enemies. When? The fact that he feels that he needs to lean into being a dictator alone shows that he is a weak and feeble man <laughs> who has no so- character and, and has no sense of leadership. No sense. So these these three women, these cunts, these three women all served in the last Trump administration. They all had decently leveled, high level jobs in the Trump mm-hmm. administration. Mm-hmm. Sounds about they right. Loved, they loved Donald Trump. Now, did. when you talk to other women who were still standing behind Donald Trump who also worked with these women in the Trump administration – They will tell you that these women are bitter because they were not offered jobs within the Trump camp and go down to Mar-a-Lago and work for Donald Trump like others were, and they were bitter. They were mad because they thought Donald Trump would take them with him down to Mar-a-Lago to live the life of luxury and get paid on his staff, on his his, his past, you know, his presidential staff. Mm-hmm. Like Hutchinson all over again. But that, yeah, that was her, right? That, she was the one sitting in the middle. And uh, oh. and the and the other two. And literally, women who served with them in the Trump campaign says that these women are unhinged loons and are bitter and pissed off because they were not chosen by Donald Trump to work for him after the Trump presidency. That is the bottom line is there, especially that Hutchinson, she was really pissed. Oh yeah. She she was not chosen for for a job. For those who don't remember, she's the one who uh, said that Donald Trump fought off the secret service and uh, grabbed the beast by the wheel to turn it around on January 6th to go back and take over the fucking Capitol building. Yeah. Uh, That's her. That's Cassidy Hutchinson. Um, No, it's, it's, but my point is the media is going to prop these people up continually yeah. over and over and over again to try to jam this narrative down our throats that Donald Trump is a dictator. He's unhinged. He's going to use use things to uh, punish all of his his political opponents and throw them in jail. Like this is this is a common uh, conversation. This is and I just 
I just want to say that these three women didn't have to convince me anymore to vote for Donald Trump. I'm already convinced. They didn't have to, but they convinced me even more to vote for Donald Trump. And I, I believe every time people speak out against Donald Trump, especially on this you know, legacy media, mm-hmm. they're not changing any minds because the people that are watching MSNBC already hate Donald Trump and they're not voting for Donald Trump. They're not changing the minds of MAGA and they're really at this point not changing any minds of – uh, yeah, of, of anybody on the fence that's saying, oh, maybe I'll vote for DeSantis instead or Nikki Haley instead. Nope. nope. It, it's it's not happening. Everyone pretty much, pretty much has who they're voting for in the primaries. It may still be some undecideds. You know, Iowa's coming like 14 days I away. Wait. The Rudy's are going to be glorious. Yeah, and I, and I – it's going to be nice. It'll 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 be nice to see what happens there. And then if DeSantis is going to is going to still stay in the race in New Hampshire, I hope. And then I I think if the New Hampshire, I might have the order not not not, not right. Roan's going to yell at me. I think it might be New Hampshire, Nevada, <laughs> South Carolina. I believe Roan Roan's going to give me a lashing if I don't get the civics lesson right as far as when the primaries are. The guy lives and breathes this shit. I know it's unbelievable what he he does. Roan Roan's awesome. Shout out to Steaks for Breakfast. Those guys are great. Um, no, I listen. It's going to be very telling uh, how this primary season is going to go in the next thirteen days because Meatball Rob has spent the majority of this primary season. In Iowa, not in his state of Florida where he should be governing uh, in Iowa by himself with no friends, no family, just campaign people. Right. His family, no friends. No, no. There's nobody coming out that are friends with Ron, like none of his Navy buddies. Nobody's coming out and like, yeah, I'm, I'm Ron DeSantis supporter. Like he's a great man. I'm vouching for his character. Like there's not hasn't been any of those. Like, you know, it's funny you say that. Yeah. N- nobody is. Um, yeah, where? Where's Ron DeSantis' friends? Does does he does he have any friends? I've never seen anyone on the Yale baseball friends. Like, yeah, where 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 is Ron DeSantis' parents? Has Ron DeSantis does Ron Ron DeSantis is forty five years old? He's my age. But he could he could be he could could be dead. Could be dead. It's possible. But you you ever hear him talk about his mom or dad? Never. Never. Anybody even know anything about Ron DeSantis' mother and father? Because if they're not dead, which I'm going to say, do you have any probably, siblings? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know either. Like that's where, the, we know nothing where, about the. Where, where are his friends or the people that served with him directly in the military, and why are they not surrounding him and saying, "I served with him in the Navy. I played fucking little league baseball. I played with Yale him. baseball with yeah. him. He was my captain. He was a great guy, great leader, great captain." I was in, I was a fucking Eagle Scout with him and we, you know, whatever it might be, where is his, his support structure other than people that are donors or people that are, are, are looking for access who are paid or that have worked for him while he was governor or knew him while he was in Congress. Does he have any family besides Casey and the two accessory children? I have, I have not seen anybody. Does Casey have, where's Casey's family? Like I, I don't understand what his. It's like he came out of nowhere. He, he, he's, he's, he's morphed into this weird superhuman governor, and that's it. He's got. There's nothing else. No, he's got no personality. He's got no friends. Like he seems to like a nice, a nice Coors Light. Like why doesn't he hang out with any of his buddies? Like why doesn't he have any of his buddies like play golf with him or uh, 
what, what the fuck is he doing? He's doing something here. Hold on. It, 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 it's wild. But back to my point about Iowa, it's going to be a, a very telling uh, for the primary season, considering he spent a majority of re- his time and resources in the state of Iowa. And if he gets blown out of the water, which I, I, I truly think he's going to, I don't even think it's going to be close. Um, it's going to set the stage for New Hampshire and the other states that follow. And I, I think it's hysterical because, Alan, I'm sure you see this. But there's there's a bunch of DeSantis accounts, very big DeSantis accounts. Yeah. And they they ever almost every day I see one. Almost every day. It's not the same people. It's it's multiple different ones. But every single day I see a new DeSantis account and they're putting out some poll. Like, who are you voting for in the Republican primary? And they they list, you know, uh Trump, Haley, uh DeSantis, and Vivek. And every single poll, every single one that these fucks put out, and they're all huge DeSantis accounts, like you know, 15, 20, 50,000 followers. Yeah, they're getting you know fifteen twenty thousand votes in some of these polls. Every single one, not even close, not oh, even close. Donald Trump like eighty five percent. Like, why yeah. are they doing it to to themselves? And they, 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 every day they put them out, dude. I, like, when are they going to learn that, that this guy has no support? And you're a DeSantis account, so like the people that are following you are supposed to be supporting Donald. So you should have like a, a, a lead baked into that poll because of your your account. And yet you get fucking smashed every single time. It's not even close. No, it's not. It's not. And I, there is not one poll that Ron DeSantis influencers on Twitter put out that they win. I don't think any of them have. So I just. Yeah, they think that they're going to win the primary. Yes. They're going to win everything in a landslide. They're going to change change history. So I, I, I Googled Ron DeSantis. The, the Wikipedia page was stupid, but this other page, Britannica, came up, right? Uh, and I, which is Britain. Fucking and I, I, specific, I specifically was um, looking for his family, but it says DeSantis is the eldest of two children born to Karen DeSantis, a nurse, and Ronald Daniel DeSantis, an installer of Nielsen TV ratings boxes. Okay, that's it for his parents. Karen DeSantis is his mom, and Ron, Ronald DeSantis is his dad. I've never seen them. I tr- I just tried to Google who they were. Nothing. I cannot get anything on Ron DeSantis's parents. All right, he he's eldest of two children. What's his? From a young age, Ron DeSantis was a standout baseball player. Okay, earning distinction as both a third baseman and pitcher. In 1991, he helped the. Uh, Whatever Florida team qualified for the Little League World Series, though they lost in the quarterfinals, DeSantis continued to play baseball when he attended Yale University, where he was captain of the varsity team. Ron DeSantis was the captain of the varsity baseball team at Yale, which means he was in charge of the team. Where are any of his teammates? What are we missing? Where are his parents? Are where is his sibling? Alan, it goes back to what I've been speculating about Meatball Rob since Jump Street. As soon as I found out that he was part of the St. Saint, Saint Elmo's Secret Society at Yale. Yeah, but, but what does that have to do? I get it. I get it. I'm right there with you. I'm not disagreeing with you. 
What does that have to do with his fucking parents and any single person that knew him since because childhood he, or early adulthood before what, politics? What if what if what is his family is involved in some of this stuff that they want to keep hidden? I, I don't I, I just I doubt it. I seriously doubt that. I, I'm not even going to entertain it because I, I if Ron DeSantis was in that in college. Fine. There is no reason why someone who's running for president of the United States, we don't know who they're family is other than his wife and kids like what about his wife's family i i don't know i haven't even looked jill jill who calls herself casey it's you know he graduated he graduated high school in 2000 he graduated college in 2001 with a history degree in 2001 i was i was we were the same age i was dodging buildings falling on my head in new york city at 21 and you know getting getting shot at on the streets of new york city and he's over here graduating with a history degree from yale university i have baseball team i got a shitload of friends from growing up i have uh, you know i i got people around if i ran for office they'd all be rallying for me the guy's running for the highest office in the fucking land and that one single person from this guy's a young adulthood or childhood comes out and says hey we're here to support my boy alan if one of my good buddies ran for for president like no even even better nick our the old co-host of the show he ran for city councilman uh, to be uh, in, in Randolph, New Jersey, and no one was running against him except for the the day of the election. Someone magically appeared on the ballot. Uh, Nick got seventeen votes. The guy who magically appeared got eighteen votes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Nick ran for office, and we were constantly talking about Nick running for office. Now, let's just say Nick ran for president. That like that is something that's real, like, really fucking cool. Like. Hey, my buddy that I'm good friends with that I know really well, I played baseball or I did this, that, and the other with him. Yeah. He's, he's running for president. This is why you should vote for him. Cause he's the fucking man. Like I'd constantly be talking about that. Cause it's my, not only is it my friend, but, and, 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 and I, I would believe that he deserved the job because I know the guy and I know his character. So yeah. I'm going to throw my support behind him any way I possibly can. Everywhere I go, I'm going to be like, yo, my boy is Nick is, is, is Ron DeSantis. He's right. running for president guys. Yeah. Like, like the, the, new, the news would find out about me because I'd be so fucking loud. He's the governor of Florida. He's running for president, even just as the governor of Florida where, so I, I'd like to go back. <clears throat> we have to do some research because I want to see his inauguration in Florida for governor and see who was in attendance. Was his sibling there? Was his parents there? Did he have friends there? Does he have cousins? Does he have aunts? Does he have have uncles? He's 45 years old. He's not a 70 something year old man where half of his family is going to be dead. I'm 45. Okay. My mother is 67 years old. My father is 77 years old. I still have my grandmother. I still have a shit ton of aunts, uncles, and cousins, or he just has no family. What is the deal? I like what Buck Fiden said. Is, is, is the guy an alien? I mean, was he just, is he, what is he? Where is he? I, I just. Yeah, Buck, I was thinking about this the other day. I literally was thinking about this the other day when people were talking about Iowa and I was like, yo, why is this guy just sitting in Iowa by himself with just his family and his campaign? And there's no friends or support around him. Like even Hill Dog, like Hillary Clinton, who we all hate. She had all of her friends around her during her presidential campaign at all times. Like she had friends around her 
all of the fucking time in support of Hillary Clinton. She's one of the most evil human beings in the fucking world. And she had her friends around and her family around. Yet this guy who's supposed to be the most popular governor in the United States and everybody's supposed to love him, according to these dissents, has no friends, no family, no one who who loves him besides his crazy fucking wife who's running the campaign, who pretends to be a different name. I got to see. I I I felt like Laurel Loomer said something about this a long time ago about Ron DeSantis's family and the lack of support thereof. I, I just, well, I gotta, I gotta go back and look. I, honestly, I, I want to talk more about this and find out more because the whole thing is just odd at this odd, point. Odd. It's very odd. And 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 I, I really think uh, you could tell a lot about a man and an individual. Uh, based on how they are around their family and how their family treats them and the people that love them treat them. You know what I'm saying? Like some people, there's extenuating circumstances, obviously. Not not all families are built the same. Right. But this guy is going around and pretending to be this wholesome father, you know, this family man. He's in bed by 11 because he's got to get the kids to bed, this, that, and the other. He can't, he can't do anything because he's so busy being a dad that he, he has to be in bed early. Meanwhile, Donald Trump is up till two, three, four o'clock in the morning getting shit done. Um, and he's got no family around him. He's got nobody that cares. No, not one friend from Yale, not one friend from the Navy. Like I know people that are in the military, like Steve Mallet, for example, from Sergeant of the Samurai. Yeah. A friend of the show. Many years in the military. He's got military buddies that they, they won't talk for years and they'll get together and have a drink. And it's like they, 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 uh, never left, and they've been friends forever. Yeah, has anybody attempted to track down the people? Because it wouldn't be hard to find out with with records. Track down the people that Ron DeSantis served in the Navy with to ask them what they think about Ron DeSantis as governor of Florida running for president, and just find it odd that they're not coming out in support. But it's weird; is they're not coming out in support or in opposition of him. From what I've seen, but I will be honest, I have not paid too much attention um, to this issue. Alan, you know, I'm not, at a, all. I'm not a campaign strategist. I am not a fucking. You, you know, know you're, you're a retard. I'm a retard. Yes, I'm well aware. But <laughs> I don't know. It might be a good idea to like do a campaign ad. Where it's like, I served with Ron DeSantis in the Navy, and he's a stand-up guy. Ron DeSantis was the captain of my baseball team at Yale, and this is why I support him. Like, it'd be a great fucking campaign ad. It'd be a great campaign ad. But crickets, nothing. There's nothing. Nobody's coming out in support of this guy. No one that knows him, no one from Yale. Yale's a very prestigious university, according to the normies. The normies who aren't paying attention think Yale and Harvard are these great Great. Well, it's an it's an Ivy League school. It it is what it is. You would think that people from organizations within the university, or just in general, that went to yeah, I went to school around DeSantis. He was great. He's running for president. That's that's awesome. Yeah. I just nothing. But then you figured even if the guy was hated by people, they would maybe come out in opposition of him. And again, I don't know if any of them have because I haven't been paying attention to that issue too much. But it, it raises a good point. And it, why now is it we, is, is the question just being raised? It's like. I just <laughs> thought about it the other day because so I was watching a show and they were talking about how he's in in uh, Iowa with just his family and campaign. And I was like, 
I have never basically like, been living in Iowa for, yeah, for like the that's, last that's seven eight months. They're like, yo, he's been living in Iowa, and there's been no. It's 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 just him his, him and his direct family and his campaign staff. Like, there's nobody that's there with him. And I was sitting there. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, there's been nothing. I I, I sat there f- for a while trying to think of something, look at something. And I couldn't find anything. It's uh. It's weird. It's definitely something I want to do a little more dancing around the internet and see. Oh, yeah, Buck Fied, and I got the Derek Gibson special shirt on. You just noticed it? I'll show well, everybody missed, again. This the beginning of the shirt. The, the shirt. The beginning of the show. We put uh, it on blast. Niggas for Trump 2024. There it is. And the shirt is, it's not, it's not racist because the shirt is, in fact, black. So, therefore, it is not racist whatsoever. But I'd I'd love to find out some more information about Meatball's friends and the people that he has been around. Like everybody's got to have friends. Like you got to have friends. Like somebody's what? Like there's no interviews or anything. At least one. At least one friend that's openly supporting you as a candidate. There's nothing. It's just weird. Or maybe even um, Alan has friends, guys. Like this piece of shit has friends. Not many, and I choose to not have many friends. No. Friends always, always, they always fuck something up. It's they always fuck something up. It's fucking crazy. I can't, I can't fucking believe it. But like I said, I think Iowa's going to be um, a huge benchmark for what's going to come in the rest of the primary season. And I'd be interested to see if it's a total blowout. If I think he's going to stick around hoping for indictments personally. Uh, well, we have indictments already. You mean no, like convictions and 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 yes, it still won't make a fucking difference. I think he's going to stick around as long as the money will stretch and see. All right, he he did shitty in Iowa. He's going to see how he can do in New Hampshire. I don't. I do. I can't see him lasting past New Hampshire. I I can't. Um, it's who knows. It's it's uh, it's, it's it's fucking nuts. But to my point earlier. I do think that Donald Trump, because we are at war, I think Donald Trump is going to be the man to to hold these people accountable. Uh, they're doing exactly what what we want to happen to them with all of the evidence that we have and we talk about all of the time is happening to Donald Trump. And this is straight out of the, the rules for radicals, straight out of Saul Alinsky's rule for radicals. Blame them for the things that you're doing. This is what they do. They've yeah. been doing this forever. Russia, Russia, everything. It's always blame blame your opponent, your political opponents for what you're you are doing and this precedent has now been set donald trump continually goes out there and says i i always respected the office offices of the presidency i never wanted to go after these people this that and the other uh but they're backing me into a corner and cash patel was on john solomon not that long ago and talking about exactly this why why are they so threatened by the prospect of rooting out and if the evidence and the facts necessitate prosecuting actual corruption. That's not revenge. That's just it. You nailed it. They are afraid that President Trump is going to come in and actually use the law to prosecute those who broke it, whether they're in government, whether they're in the private sector, civilians. And yes, even if they're in the media, if they participated in a conspiracy to rig elections and break the law or do other corrupt activities, you'll be prosecuted. In fact, the mainstream media, when my interview occurred yesterday on Real America's uh, uh, network here, voice here, they just did a disinformation headline grab and said, quote unquote, Cash Patel's prosecuted the media. The entire quote, which is literally two sentences, it's not a 10 minute thing, says, we will use the Constitution of the court 
courts of law to go after those that broke the law, including those in the media. That is an absolutely perfect statement yep. that you would want former law enforcement to say and encourage current law enforcement to be doing, but they're not. So uh, I think they're threatened because we caught them in Russiagate. We caught them with the 51 Intel letter. We caught them on Jan 6. We're catching them in Hunter Biden, Joe Biden's criminal activities, and American citizens are tired of it. And they know they're in on it. That's when criminals fret the most. And now that's why they're slinging baseless rhetoric and hyperbole. Yeah, they're pet. They're terrified. They're, they're terrified. And, and this is exactly why I continue to say that if Donald Trump, if and when Donald Trump becomes 47th president of the United States, he's going to hold these people accountable. They cannot they cannot get away with what they're doing and just continue business as usual. OK, we won like it, it, after the first four years and seeing what they did in, the, in the, these last four years, mm-hmm. it, it, if he lets them skate after his after 2028, they're going to do the same thing. They're going to do the same thing. And if it's not Donald Trump, it's going to be somebody else. The same exact thing. So uh, it needs to stop. It needs to come to a fucking end. And I think Donald Trump's the only man who's going to be able to do that. And the American public, the American public, what you know, I, I talk about Myanmar all of the time. I bring it up all of the time because it's so important. Myanmar, they did exactly what they what we want to happen here. They arrested all of their media. They yeah. arrested uh, all of their politicians. They got sentenced and convicted, and the military did this. And yeah. they used Dominion servers. Bill Clinton uh, visited. Hillary Clinton visited while they were while she was Secretary of State. Obama was the first president to go over there. They used Dominion servers. They they called for this. They seized all of George Soros's assets and called for his arrest. Right. Uh, all the things that we wanted to happen here in America happened in Myanmar, and the people revolted against it. Right. They, didn't, they didn't understand. They didn't understand. And there's there are a population of 56 million people in Myanmar. We have 330 plus mm-hmm. million people in the United States. Sure. And those people were revolting over something that they didn't understand. Something similar very, very well might might happen out here. And we don't want innocent civilians to die because they don't understand what's truly going on this time around. If Donald Trump drops the hammer instead of the first four years, people understand now they're like, Oh, Oh, these people are corrupt. Fucking finally. Like someone's doing something. I can't believe it. I never, I never thought it would happen ever in my life. And this is why I welcome doomers. And I welcome all of these people that don't think anything is going to happen. I'm fine with those people because at least you see the corruption. At least you're aware it's there. I just hope that I can convince you to go out and vote and do, do what you have the power to do, do what you can do to be a part Saving this republic. Yeah, there, there is no. Okay, you want to get rid of this screen? Yeah. Yeah. There, there is no. Um. This, this name. This juncture of the game. There, there is no room for doomers, for black pillars, none. And I, I will say this. This is my attitude now. I will shun them if necessary. Shame them. I will bully the shit out of them because they have zero, zero solution. They have zero intellect. Nope. They are complete and utter retards, and they don't understand. And all they want to do is doom and gloom and black pill for whatever their reason is. To, to be heard, they never had any type of responsibility in their life. They have no friends. Get out of your, your mother's basement. All right, you, you Lay off the hot pockets and get out and do something and vote and be part of what our republic is about. All right? Uh, it, it's... 
it's like they they want to destroy between them and the people that support the mail-in ballots. They just they want to destroy the traditional election process and the hand counts and the paper ballots and everything else. And th- there's no room for it anymore. And I will not acknowledge them other than shaming the shit out of them and say, you're an idiot. Be gone. It's you have no place here because you are you're worse than the problem. You're completely worse. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Go ahead. So really quick, I just, uh, Buck Fiden sent me a message. (laughs) It's just great because the guy Kyle uh, Serafin has me blocked, but some woman, I guess, put a post, whatever her name is, Donna Lynn. She's at Lynn 360. He sent me the screenshot. And at 442 today, who is Alan Jacoby with an emoji like the I don't know? Uh, Kyle Serafin responds and goes, I'm going to take this and post it at some point. I didn't know until this afternoon some guy who insults and he tags Burt Macklin, FBI, the DeSantis uh, influencer. Yeah. Who he's close with. Yep. So when I I'm gonna so. I'm gonna post this and I'm gonna ask you, well, if you want to know who I am, you should give me a shout and talk to me, and I'll tell you who I am and what I think you are, because here again, you're showing your true colors where you're literally there coming after me with DeSantis supporters, DeSantis influencers. Like just these people, so these people are fucking stupid. Oh, they're so fucking dumb, dude. They're so dumb. They think they think that no one can see through their bullshit. And and the sad thing is, a lot of people don't. A lot of a lot of people don't. And they're gonna he, guys like him are chameleons. They're gonna walk around and act like they're part of. They're one of us. And when push comes to shove, they're gonna show their true colors. And say that this guy now he's just able he, he he you know he's convinced so many people he'll continue to convince so many people, and he's garbage. He's good. He, and I'm God. That is my goal. Up until the election is to expose as many fake ass people that say they're Trump supporters and they're not, or they're complete grifters. Yep. It's it, it it's truly amazing. It's truly amazing. Oh, it's, it's, it's fucking wild. And, uh, you know, I, I, I think this election season is going to be a lot of fun. This 2024 year is going to be fucking wild. I don't think it's, I, I don't think it's going to be anything we could ever imagine. I really don't. It's incur- not, it's not, it's, it's not, it's, it's going to be bloody. Earth, earthquakes are happening all over the fucking world. You got fucking South Korean Democratic presidents getting stabbed. Uh, candidates. Yeah, you know what? I, I, I blow up the rest of the world. I don't. I don't. I don't even care. I don't even care. Like it, it's, it's so irrelevant. It, but what's gonna be? What's gonna be wild is is just the, the actions of people here. The the lines that are gonna be drawn. The people that are going to be exposed for the frauds that they are. Yes. yes. Okay. Because I, I listen. Me and and I, I spoke about this on my morning show. There are big influencers out there who some of these influencers even uh, having access to Donald Trump who speak about certain things, but it's like you look at them and you look you look with, at the grift that they built, all right, based off, well, it was stolen election, COVID, um, uh, more stolen election, 
uh, world war, all the doom and gloom, and oh my God, the fear mongering. That these people that it, it obvious to some, but not obvious to me, is that oh they support Donald Trump and they truly want Donald Trump to win. Nope. But now I turn around and I look at them and I say, well wait a minute. They have a great business plan based off Donald Trump's stolen election and everything that has happened. Mm-hmm. Do they truly want Donald Trump to win? Because if he doesn't win, they can further their grift of fear mongering, world war. Oh my God, Democrats, what are we going to do? Buy prepared food, buy gold, buy more so we get more money. Subscribe here for $9 a month. Subscribe here for $10 a month. Buy this cringy t shirt. Stolen election, rah, rah, rah. Why would they want to give that up when they can make even more money off of the Trump boomer supporters? No offense to people. But I look at places like the War Room and I look at places like Turning Point and I look at places like CPAC that have grifted over the past few years and have flourished making hundreds of millions of dollars. Charlie Kirk's almost a billionaire, dude. Right. His his Turning Point USA is the the whole thing is worth over a billion dollars. Yeah, but him himself personally is almost a billionaire. I don't know. I I don't he's I, I think people are misconstrued because. Turning point is his, and that's worth a billion dollars. Um, I, I don't think his personal assets are a billion dollars. He's probably, maybe he's in the hundred millions. I don't know. I don't think he's anywhere near a billion dollars. It, it wouldn't, it doesn't even matter. Steve Bannon's worth over $30 million. Okay. Yep. He's worth Clown. over $30 million. Clown. The whole, the whole war room crew loves the grift and loves the doom and gloom as far as elections are stolen, which we're not debating that. It's not what I mean. I mean, that's what they grift off of. Mm-hmm. That's what they have made their grifting from that the, the, they, they yeah. succeeded in grifting off of that and COVID the whole thing, whatever. Do they truly want Donald Trump to win? Because if Donald Trump wins, what are they doing next? What is their next grift? Well, I, I I think after he gets into office and uh, actually starts to you know put in policies and things like that, it's going to be tough for them to grift off of things. But I was listening uh, to another grifter, in my opinion, Dan Bongino. He had Tucker on, and they brought up a really good point. They were talking about the time frame from when Donald Trump gets elected and he's president elect to that oh. January. Yes, but hold on before yeah. that, because I, I, I spoke about that this morning too. But then, and I got to say something about Dan Bongino. Grifter. He he came a long way though. See, you think? See, yeah, I know because he he said he said to his office to to his uh, audience one day uh, about him coming out for Trump die hard. There were people that weren't too happy about it, and then he started going hard on the grifters. He, he did. He started going really hard and it brought a lot more people in. And he said, I don't care anymore. I don't care if I'm going to lose half of my audience. And he was calling out Fox and he was calling out a lot about the grift. Dan Bongino is really not selling anything. He has a show. He does it for a living. He, and was he has doing, a, a year ago, he was involved in something that he was grifting so hard on. Uh, he he's just an, he's an investor. He's an inv- investor over at at um, at Getter, mm-hmm. I believe. Or well, I one of the. So. No, I think he's a, a 
a big investor. But no, he yeah, he is, and there's something else he might invest in. But and that's fine to me. That's not a grift. To me, grifting is I'm going to say anything you want me to say because I want you to buy these cringy T-shirts or subscribe oh, yeah. here. I mean, the definition of a grifter is is saying and doing things that you don't truly believe just to yeah. make make money. Uh, and if you don't truly believe them, no, a hundred percent. I wouldn't. Dan Bongino annoys me sometimes, but not fuck out of me, dude. Not. Uh, and I stopped watching him for a while. I actually started watching a little bit of, uh, of him recently. And he has. He, I've noticed a, a tremendous change, um, which which I'm happy about, you know, and, and same, same thing like with Tucker, where he with Tucker completely said he goes, listen, I was bound by Fox. It is what it is. Now the gloves are off. No, and that and that may be the case. That may may have been the case with uh, Dan Bongino because I, I I was very very hard on Tucker Carlson while he was at Fox, extremely hard. Like I was not sure. not a fan of what he was doing, uh, and now I give him all the credit in the world because of what he's doing. Uh, he's you know everything that he has knowledge of, and and he talked about it on this show in another segment where he's like you know people got on me for you know saying that, you know, I, I think I might know some things about UFOs and that they're already here uh, on the planet. He's like, I didn't, I, everybody got mad at me because they're like, they thought I was withholding names. He's like, I wasn't withholding anything. He's like, I can't prove without a shadow of a doubt. That's why I'm not going to say it. He's like, if I knew, you know, w- with certainty or even, even, you know, 75% certainty that I could prove it, then I would talk about it. But he's like, I can't, I can't prove that. So I don't, I don't, I don't like to talk about it. Uh, but he was on uh, with with Bongino talking about the time frame from president elect to the inauguration. And he's he made a lot of really good points. And I think these people are going to have some things to grift off of in this time period, uh, because if that if, if if we get that far where we actually elect Donald Trump as the next president and they threw everything at the wall so far to try to stop this. Those next couple of months are going to be fucking nuts. See, this period between November and January and the swearing in, I'm not sure that's going to go well. I, and I'm, I'm trying to be understated here. Uh, I, I don't yes. think that's going to end well. I couldn't agree with you more. I'm taking a deep breath because I have so many thoughts, most of which I, I'm not going to express because I have, no, I have no evidence other than my own intuition and what seems obvious. And I, I think we probably share exactly the same views on this. Look, they have set up, Donald Trump as president as the one thing they they can't tolerate. Now that's anti-democratic right there. Democracy demands that people who didn't vote for a candidate submit to his rule if he wins democratically. That's a baseline requirement for democracy. All of us have been through it. Some guy you hate gets elected and you have to sit there and be like, okay, he's the president. He's my president. It's my country. And I'm going to sit there like a good little boy as he reigns. I disagree with him, but I'm not going to try and kill him because I believe in the system. They, that's kind of the traditional Western view of democracy. They don't have a Western view of anything. They don't believe in democracy. So they're not bound by the normal rules that the rest of us are and have been for 250 years. So I just don't think they're going to tolerate it. I don't think they think like us. They're like, well, you know, he won. I guess we should let him govern. They didn't do that last time, and they definitely won't do it this time. And, of course, the difference now is we know exactly who they are. We know exactly what they think. And we know, to some extent, the lengths they will go to get their will. And they don't have any boundaries at all. They use the U.S. military against the American population. So yeah. who would do that? Well, people who don't have limits would do that. So what are their, 
what are their boundaries in this case? I, I literally don't think they have boundaries. And I think that we should be prepared, at least internally, psychologically, uh, for them to do anything. Yeah. I, I, could, I, I don't think it could be any more accurate. I mean, these people will stop at nothing. Uh, and everything that they're doing is failing, Alan. Everything that they're doing is falling flat on its face. And I think whatever they decide to do in that time period to try to stop Donald Trump will fail as well, just like everything else. Sure. Like, you know, we 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 talk about, uh, you know, all, all the things that are looming, World War Three, cyber attacks, things like that, uh, you know, how they're actively pushing for a civil war. I personally don't think, uh, you know, uh, at least a civil war, I think a cyber attack might happen. That actually, do you see that being talked about today, Alan? Do you see, you see those reports? No, I didn't know. There was major reports saying that uh, GPS and something else were going to go down. It could possibly go down today because of a giant solar flare. Um, Nothing surprises that, me. That's what they said today. Uh, but uh, you know, in 2024, I expect things like that to happen and they're going to pull out all of the stops to try to stop this guy from getting in, which I don't think will work. I think he will he will get in uh, and win the election. And then in that time frame, they're going to continue to try uh, to stop him. And I don't think it will work. Uh, they no. des- th- And this is why they're pushing for the Civil War. This is why they're pushing for World War Three, because they need events like this to be able to stop Donald Trump from getting in. Uh, and well, it's backfiring. I think as far as like a world war and and, and the decisions that are being made uh, by our government now, which are, are ridiculous as far as the Ukraine-Russia thing and all that, which – Israel-Palestine. They they would like – and mainly the, the, the Russia-Ukraine uh, because of, of Biden, you know, talking about, um, you know, we, we can't let Putin win and, and all this or whatever. whatever. The, the point is, we know what they want. We know what they don't want. They want to retain power and control, mm-hmm. and they're desperate, and they will do anything they possibly can possible to do to do that, right, mm-hmm. to keep control, to prevent Donald Trump from being president. But all of this shit that everybody's talking about and all these news stories and solar flares and cyber attacks and world wars and civil wars and Epstein and this bullshit and this jerk-off and that hand job. It's all a distraction, and we know that all of these are distractions, and they're going to keep doing what they can to distract the American people from, one, talking about the election and almost making it, like, secondary because of all of these distractions. Of course. They don't, they don't want an election to happen, Alex. Yeah, all, all of the bad policies, okay, that are happening and what's, what's what the American people are complaining about, okay – and I'm also – one other thing is I'm really tired of hearing about, and I think people need to stop this as well. We need to stop with the – right now, this this moment in time, and I, I just people in general, well, when Trump gets in, he needs to do this. If Donald Trump doesn't do this on day one or at least – it's going to be a failed presidency. Instead of that and more distractions, it needs to – can we get to step one first? Step one, getting him in the Oval Office because yes. – we still have to win that battle, okay? And that is the battle that we're fighting up until November, right? Oh, to yeah. get him into the general, right? through the general and, and, and elected as president. So all of the shit of what could happen, what will happen, what he needs to do, what he should do, it's all bullshit. 
and and everyone needs to just clear their mind and realize that the, we have one mission, one mission, and that is to do whatever we can to manipulate and convince anyone we can to vote for Donald Trump, get the people out, get them elected. And then once he's in, we could sit there all day and say, well, he should do this and he should do that because that he's our president, with. right? But, uh, that I agree with. But I, 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 I think you can agree with me, Alan, that uh, seeing how these people operate and the lengths that they'll go to uh, to stop Donald Trump. And, you know, it's like you said, it's our job to do what we can to get people to vote for Donald Trump. Uh, at the same time, it's not going to go unopposed. Like it's not going to no. go, they're not going to go out into the night quietly. Like they're going to pull out all of the stops, not, not just to stop Donald Trump, but also to rig the election to, to do anything that they can to possibly win. Yes. And we, have, we have a crisis at our border where 700,000 people are coming across the border right now at once in a big caravan. That's fucking that's seven of the biggest football stadiums like Michigan is like a little over, I think, 180,000 people. Michigan is one of the biggest stadiums. All of those stadiums filled to the brim, max capacity yeah. crossing our border right now. And uh, something something that we haven't ta- ta- talked about much on this show but it's brought up a few times is the great replacement theory and this is something oh, that I, I i i talk i i mention it constantly and and, and the, it's just how i put it is you know the one the great replacement theory is real but you can you can call it however you want it's basically because and it's 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 not so much this term of elections and 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 how i see it is the democrats know in the future they can't, well, they can never win on policy. So with the current electorate, so they want to import a new electorate. Mm-hmm. And this is again, one of those things that we talk about the border and how they're doing this. And they're encouraging white couples not to have kids and be dinks yep. and, and double income uh, and no kids and, and importing a new electorate in the hopes that maybe they can get between 12 and 30 million of them granted amnesty so they can get their working papers, their oh, driver's so licenses, giving them insurance, insurance, and, 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 and trying to get them to, to vote at least at the local level. And then hopefully in the federal uh, level. Yep. And these are things that the only way that's going to, again, the only thing that's going to stop that, is getting Donald Trump elected and working very hard to do that. And, but this is, this is part of their strategy. This is how far they'll go. Like they will, they will literally import people from all over the world to try to win elections and not just elections that are coming up in uh, the near future, but all elections going forward. And people think that this is not real. They're not actively doing this, Alan, but here it is straight from the fucking horse's mouth. Here, listen to this. Check this out. Coming out. Here, listen to this. Check this out. Coming out into the open. In a few years, we're going to be a majority brown country. White people will not be the majority in the country anymore. This will be the first generation ever in American history uh, in which whites will be a minority of the generation at some point. As of 2007, every year, babies being born in this country, whites now are the minority. In 2044, uh, everyone is going to be a minority. As the demographics change, as white people become the minority in the country, which is coming. Demographics is destiny. Demographics is destiny. Demographics is destiny, right? <laughs> the country is changing. I've been saying it here. Other people have been saying it here for years now, even before Donald Trump. The demographics 
is destiny. The white population is declining for the first time in history in America, while the number of multiracial Americans have more than doubled. So we live in a country where the demographics are changing. It's becoming less white. <laughs> Correct. Okay. You'll be announcing that we're calling the 38 electoral votes of Texas for the Democratic nominee for president. It's changing. It's going to become a purple state and then a blue state because of the demographic. Oh, because of the demographics. <laughs> That's yeah. Because of the demographics. Well, how are those, how are those demographics becoming a thing? It's not it's not because there's uh, a whole bunch of white people that are are procreating with other races that's well, not no, and, and it's not from american born black people and hispanic people having babies no it's from importing mm-hmm. uh, importing a new electorate illegally through the southern border now oh. granted some people will lump in those people that have come in legally you can say that they've become legal american citizens you can't really count them they've, they've i mean they've come in legally all right they're not white but you, you you can say that they're part of that demographic change. Yes. And well, they are part of that demographic change, but they've come here legally. Alan, okay. Alan, if all these people were coming over legally, yes, there wouldn't be enough people coming over legally to uh, change the demographic. Like it, it wouldn't be possible. Right. I have no problem with with you coming over here legally and becoming a citizen of the United States. I have no problem with that whatsoever. No. But if you're, uh, these people are not coming over here legally, but more importantly, they're being bust in and shipped in and yes. paid for by you know Soros and his cronies yeah. by our tax dollars to ship across the country. Uh, and, and completely change the demographic of places. What do you yeah. think is going to happen? Like one of my favorite movies of all time, one of my favorite movies of all time is Gangs of New York. I love that movie. Yeah, it's a great awesome, movie. Awesome flick. And in the beginning of that movie, it's a bunch of Irish immigrants coming off the boat and they're literally vote Tammany, vote Tammany, vote Tammany. And then they're going yeah. to the fucking houses and dragging them out of their houses and putting them in line to vote. Like this has been going on forever in the United yeah. States and, and, and they're doing it now right in front of our faces. Yeah. Right in front of our faces. They're importing a new electorate that they want to vote. And the people that are in power now have to do whatever they can to stall that for as long as they can for the amnesty. This is another problem too. Cause again, you know, cuck Republicans, they want to, take someone like George Santos and throw him out of Congress. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then you have other Republicans, whether you you think they might be rhinos or not, which, you know, some of them are that are leaving and, and, and re- resigning and retiring. You're slimming the majority even more. Mm-hmm. You want to at least have people there that if it does come to a vote, that they're not going to pass amnesty for millions of people so that they can uh, vote in the election. So I'm not going to I'm not going to worry and distract myself for 20 million illegals voting in this presidential election. Like in New York during the midterms in New York City they tried to pass so that they can have illegals vote in the local New York City election. It would have enabled I think 800,000 or so mm-hmm or maybe a little less, a little more, illegals to vote. And the New York Supreme Court was like, no, they're, they're, not, they're, not, they're not citizens. No, they, they don't have the right to vote. They're not citizens. 
and it happened in other places as well where they were going to allow illegals to vote in local elections. That's where you're going to see it first. Just like the same thing where like they're, they're trying to take Donald Trump off ballots yep. and, and, mm-hmm. and, and all of this is going to be uh, fought. It'll end up if if things like this are happening, it'll end up at the Supreme Court level. And it, listen, the Constitution is clear. You have to be uh, 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 an American citizen to vote in our elections. Yeah, it, so it has to be. It's it, it, it I'm makes- not again. I'm not gonna. This is also a big distraction for people. It's all right. Oh my God! All of these illegals are gonna vote in our presidential election because so- now people have the attitude. So especially when the black pillars are going to get involved, well, then why are we even going to bother vote? Because they've already gotten all of their uh, their well, votes from from the southern border. I think I think that we need to frame, uh, 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 you know, people who have platforms and people that are listening need to frame this conversation differently, and rather saying that oh, what's what's the point, uh, and frame it as no, this is more of a reason why we should go vote. Because Alan, you talk about. Yes. All of the time, how people get complacent, or 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 they, you know, they think that that we have it in the bag, hundred percent, because, because uh, of all of the popularity and everything that's going on. So they don't go out and vote, not because they don't want to, but because oh, we already won, no big deal. Exactly, somebody else will do it. The, the seeing this and hearing these kinds of things should be like, okay, uh, I can't take them lightly. I can't just expect, even if we have the majority of Americans that want to vote for this guy, they're going to pull out all the stops to try to get this guy to lose. And everyone needs to have the attitude, no matter what polls say that we're always 20 points behind and we have to, and also that we have to outvote the massive steal. If you, if you have those and you, you truly, whatever you have to do to keep that front and in, in, in the front of your mind, right. Top mm-hmm. of top of mind as KJP likes to say top of mm-hmm. mind. <laughs> you keep those two things. We're 20 points behind. We have to outvote the steal, and we have all these illegals in. Who knows how many of them they're going to use and recruit to help steal the election. We have to get out and vote, and we have to get people out to vote that can actually vote legally. We have to do it. We have to keep doing it. We just can't say to ourselves, ah, we got this in the bag. Look at the polls, 54%. I have to work that extra hour. I can't get out and vote. No, you have to vote, and you vote early. Vote early then. Yep. Vote early. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this again, and this is complete opposite from where I was at the midterms because we saw how it failed. Vote early. Do not vote on election day because that's where all of the problems are going to be. You pick a day; there'll be early voting everywhere. If you want to send in your, you, you want to mail in your ballot, whatever you want to do, but don't vote on election day. We got to do what the Democrats do because they're expecting us as Republicans still with the mentality, although they're scared now because they realize that Republicans are now advocating not to vote on election day and to vote early because that's the election system. Now I don't agree with it, but we have to exploit it. We have to play the game. Absolutely. Have to play the game. Have to play the game. We it, cannot be complacent. You have to come out and vote. You have to convince those around you to come out and vote no matter what. If Listen, missing a day of work, if you have to, Working through lunch, taking a half day, you have to be willing to lose that money to go and save this republic because that vote is needed. Or in the places that ballot harvesting is legal, go to all your friends that don't want to go on election day and vote and get them to cast their ballot and fucking turn it in for them. Mm -hmm. 
if it's legal, if the Democrats are doing it, I'm not advocating to go and break the law, but if it's legal in that state, yes. might as well. And might they, as fucking well. They get their ballots sent to their fucking house. That's it. And there are places where you can re- re- uh, request. I think they're, they're just promoting it in New York now, that the, the, the GOP, where you can request your ballot. If you don't want to vote on election day, you can vote early, have your vote count, uh, you know, whatever, whatever it is you feel comfortable in doing. But you just have to make a plan to vote. You have to. It is, you know, uh, wearing a Trump hat, putting a Trump sticker on your car, f- running around with a Trump flag is all well and good. You support them, rah, rah, rah. When it comes time for election day and you go and you pull that little lever or hit that button or check that box, if you're so, not doing it, you have failed. I'm a little torn, Alan. I'm a little torn because I'm I'm going I, – I registered as a Republican to vote uh, in Nevada strictly mm-hmm. so I could vote in the primary. Sure. I'm, I'm going to go and vote in the primary. Absolutely. Very excited. But the general election, I'm a little torn because I haven't, because of my felony status, I haven't been able to uh, vote uh, in the past two elections. So mm-hmm. I haven't had an opportunity to vote for Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. So I want to actually go to the fucking ballot and fucking hit the button for DJT rather than sending it in the mail. So Just because I want to, I want to do it. You know what I'm saying? So do uh, it but I feel like it might be better to send it in early. I would send it in early. There really shouldn't be a question about it. Send it in early, or at least when the polls open early. That's that's why there's a dilemma for me. Like I want to actually fucking go and. So then go early. Just don't go on election day. Oh, you could do, uh, if that's the case, then yeah. Well, that's going to be most places. Like I think in, uh, in South Carolina or I think in New York, it's uh, two weeks before the election. There's dates where you can go and vote early. And every election right now in New York for the past, couple of years it's um it's you get you get a list of voting of polling places and mm-hmm. the dates and you can go and vote any of those days and you don't have to it could be at any of those places it doesn't have to be within your at least where i am your 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 voting district your precinct it could I'll be look, you know you, have to look into that because i want to hit the button there um, will be there will be early voting for me it's going to be like the simpsons where like i hit donald j trump and it's going to say you voted for joe biden's <laughs> It's gonna oh, be like thank this, you. This is for me. Thank you for voting for Joe. No, no, what? <laughs> yeah, you know, that, happened, that happened in real life. It doesn't have to happen in the Simpsons. And I think it depends. I think I forget how many states now have voter ID laws. If it's, um, I don't remember how many have it now. Not every state has voter ID laws, and and it is what it is. You know, well, New York that's, doesn't. That's the conversation that we're having. Is that we we agree with you? They go. We we voting should be going in in person. Mm-hmm. But we're losing these votes and these these things because the De- the the Democrats and the establishment they know that we're going to go and vote in person on election day. That's where all the problems happen with and ballots and, and machines, that's, and that's when the machines don't work, and that's when the the votes get switched. The papers aren't the right size, so we're 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 saying that it's probably better to play the game that the left is playing and do send our ballots in through the mail, show up early, do all of the things that they're doing, yeah. so they can't fuck with our votes as much. I'm uh, not going to do it by mail. I'm going to vote early in person. In person voting early. You I'm not going to vote on voting early. Day. I'm doing that. I'm thousand percent doing. You that. will be able to do that it's everywhere everywhere is going to have early voting i'm I'm sure nevada is one of the 16 states that wants to take trump off the the uh i'm gonna i'm gonna vote in person yeah yes buck i'm i'm with you i'm gonna vote in person and by mail that's a good idea 
If so, I get, listen, if I get seven mail-in ballots again to my house, like I did with all of the previous owners that some are dead and they're going to send them to my house automatically like they have been doing, I think I'm going to just fill them all out, Donald J. Trump, and send them back. Ah, I wonder if they're going to send me a ballot in New Jersey. <laughs> they literally sent me seven ballots. Seven. That's Actually, funny. eight, because they sent my wife. They sent my wife a ballot as well. So eight my, ballots. Me, oh. my wife, and then six of the previous owners of my home. Yes. Which I think two of which, uh, four of which, husband and wife, are dead. That's amazing. And we got them. Shocker. Shocker. So, I mean. Shocker. If I, if, I, if, I, if I filled them all out and sent them in. Chances are those votes are going to be counted. Good, good, good chance. Very solid chance. I wouldn't be surprised if they counted already, uh, even though you didn't send them in. Yeah. Oh, you voted <laughs> you know like- <laughs> Well, did I vote for the right person? Who did I vote for? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Well, good thing because, you know, you mentioned uh, old mop head KJP, the equity hire earlier. Um, she's... Uh, been actively out there telling us how great Bidenomics are and how great everything is at the border. And I thought you'd get a kick out of this, Alan. In the Senate, it's headed in the right direction. We want to come up with a bipartisan agreement. Fire! But we saw what the House passed uh, ending ending of last year. They wanted to take away law enforcement folks uh, who are at the border trying to uh, protect our protect our border. Fire! And so that's not what we want to see. We want to f- figure out how we work together. Fire! I just talked about the unity agenda. There's a lot of ways that we can work with Congress instead of them going after the president's family. They should really oh, truly, truly focus on the American family. Oh, instead of going after the president's family, they should be focused on the American family. We can work at the border. How about your borders are? Camel Toe Harris, what's she doing? <laughs> what the fuck is she doing? Isn't she supposed to be down there all the time? No, I mean, she, she, she's the borders are, but she's, she's done absolutely nothing. Listen, they, none of them have, they've, none of them have done anything and they're not going to do anything. That's the plan. It's all bullshit. Keep bringing them in. It's just, it just gets overwhelming. It's just so aggravating. And, 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 yeah, I, I, I just, I don't care. I just want everyone to just stay the course, man. And just, this, this so much bull. There are so many bullshit artists out there. Oh, dude, so many. And it's it's so I, I just want people to weed them out. Like if you if you have people that are staying people with You know, my mother said she still gets my grandmother's ballot. She's yeah, been see? dead since twenty fourteen. Oh, send it in. We're sending it in, Ma. Just fill it out. Send it in. What are they gonna do? We're the worst comes, it in. worst comes uh, to worse is if they do if they do signature verification, they're gonna say, Oh, this one, this one's not right, and they're gonna toss it out. What's the difference? Uh, they'll toss it I out. I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. It's fucking ridiculous. So uh, <laughs> I want to close it out on, on two things. Uh, one, uh, I want to talk about uh, Planned Parenthood, these evil fucks, real quick. Uh, I don't know if you saw this, Alan, but uh, somebody called Planned Parenthood uh, pretending to be a 16-year-old. Oh no, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, let's let's see this. 
We called Planned Parenthood in Virginia posing as a pregnant 16-year-old wanting to get an abortion without parental consent. Is this old? Calling Planned Parenthood. How can I help you? Hi, I just found out um, that I'm pregnant and I just need to schedule an abortion. Okay. Um, what is your first and last name and date of birth for me? So, um, real quick, yeah, so I'm 16. Um, so, is there a way that we could, um, or that I could get an abortion without uh, my parents knowing? Oh, I think in the state of Virginia, you do have to have parental consent. Let me check on that really quick, okay? Okay, thank you. Planned Parenthood then explains how to get an abortion without parental consent using a judicial bias. Oh, sorry, that took me a minute. Okay, so in the state of Virginia, there is a way to um, get an abortion done without um, your parents being involved at all. It does. It's like a basically. you can't You can't hear it? No, I mean, it's like garbled. You can't really oh. understand what they're saying, so you got to read along. Oh. Plan oh. parent also confirms that the parents will find about it the judicial bypass. So with getting the judicial bypass, my parents don't have to find out. Like, no, my parents will not be able to find out about this. When then we then asked Planned Parenthood how they could pay for a 16 year old's abortion. Okay, would there be a way to help um, pay for the abortion itself? Just because, like, obviously I'm 16, so I can't afford yeah. to pay that. Okay. So, we do have uh, a limited amount of financial assistance that we can offer for Planned Parenthood itself after your appointment is fully booked. Um, so, get those numbers start calling and pretend I'm having an abortion see if they'll just give me money <laughs> it's a good business plan you have to get you have to get fully booked okay and then um for the judicial bypass I'll get uh, it, how likely is it that that they would um uh, like approve it and if they didn't approve it would the one in Roanoke be able to help me like travel to another state where it is legal like Illinois or something um, 
That's fucking disgusting, dude. Yeah, it's wild. Listen, this is this is this is progressive America. This is progressive America. I got to find the video. There's a video that I watched uh, about abortion. And it's all of these people that call Planned Parenthood. They literally call up Planned Parenthood. Like, this is not a joke. And uh, they're like, yeah, I want to donate one abortion, but this abortion has to be for a black baby. Like, tons and tons of calls of people doing this. That call up just to... So what do they do? They accept money so that to finance abortions? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, they call it Planned Parenthood. They're like, I, I'm gonna, if I want to pay for one abortion, it has to fund for a black abortion only. Can I call and say I want to fund an abortion, but it has to be for a liberal? I wonder. We should try. <laughs> no, I, 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 I got to find it. It was in a documentary, and it was just call after call after call after like I. I couldn't believe how many, like I thought they'd get like two or three. It got yeah. to the point where I was like, all right, I get the fucking point. Like I get the, I get the point. Like a lot of people are calling in. Uh, and people really just want to, want to donate money to kill babies, huh? Black babies. Money will spend. <laughs> I mean, it's probably, I'm pretty sure he was talking about liberals. Uh, <laughs> I hope anyway. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, we should we should call live on air. See if we could donate an abortion. You're not gonna get a planned parenthood now unless they have like a 24 hour like emergency drive-through service. I bet you they do, knowing yes. the world that we have today. 24 hour planned. Parenthood. Do you see the the lady got sentenced? She Wyoming had their first abortion clinic and she lit the fucking place on fire and she just got sentenced the other day. She has to pay like five hundred thousand dollar fine and sentenced to like ten years in prison. Yeah, so <laughs> was it worth it? Yes, it was. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Is there a twenty four hour abortion clinic? Uh let's see. Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, doesn't say. Or where did you what, did you just put in twenty four hour abortion clinic? Planned Parenthood. They probably have hours. Just put hour. Like let's see. Planned Parenthood. Oh yeah, they, if there was they, a twenty four abort hour abortion clinic, it would definitely be in Vegas. Planned Parenthood 24-hour hotline. Hold on. Birth control questions. Let's see. PlannedParenthood.org. Hold on a second. Where's the contact? Buck said we should do a follow-up call to Pizza Place, see if we can talk to our buddy. They're closed already. I know. Hold on. 
Hold on a second. Let me see something here. Stand by. Um, 1-800-230-7526. Just give me one second. Let's see if this... I got to connect... Hold on. Stand by, everybody. Is it not connecting? You should pretend to be a trans woman who transitioned to a male. No, and I asked them if I can donate uh, abortions to progress. They had they, it's got to be uh, to progressive liberals, though. Right, most of them are progressive liberals. Output. It's pretty easy um, ask, ask to do. Bluetooth. It's a pretty easy ask. Hey, can we donate this to make sure it's for a liberal abortion? Search for audio devices. They're, they're, they're usually all liberal. No. Hmm. Oh, the you wrong should, thing. Now I should, got it. You should ask if you could donate to a blue-haired liberal with lots of facial piercings. Hold on. I think I'm connecting. This is really stupid, people. Usually, hold on, let me try something. It usually connects right away. Hold on, because if I can get this, oh, I think I'm connected. Done. All right, let me let me see something here. <clears throat> Let's see, 1-800-230-7526. Let's see if there's a, a 24 hours. Thank you for calling Planned Parenthood. Can you hear that? Para continuar en español, el prima el dos. Can you hear that? Yeah, el prima el dos. I found the black babies video too. To help us connect you to the Planned Parenthood Center in your area, please enter a five-digit zip code for the area you are interested in. Please enter your zip code now. Please enter a number, one digit at a time. To help us connect you to the Planned Parenthood Center in your area, please enter a five-digit zip code for the area you are interested in. Please enter your zip code now. Please hold and you will be transferred to the Planned Parenthood Center nearest you. Thank they're not, you. They're not going to be open now. Thank you for choosing Planned Parenthood as your trusted health care provider. If this is a medical emergency, Please hang up and dial 911. All calls are recorded for quality assurance. Para continuar en español, oprima 9. You have reached Planned Parenthood Greater New York. We are currently closed. If you are calling about an appointment or related services, please call us back during regular business hours. If you received services at our Planned Parenthood location and need after hours assistance with an urgent medical concern, Please press one. Good evening, Planned Parenthood of Nassau County. What is your emergency? Well, it's actually not an emergency. I guess I have, do I have to call during regular business hours? Um, I, I, I do this from time to time and I, I was, I think, isn't there a program where you can donate money towards abortions? 
I'm not 100% sure. This is their off-site service. Oh, uh, do you guys do it? Or do you guys do abortions there? Or are you just a call in center? No, this is their off-site service. Yes, sir. All right. So, okay. So, the, is there any way that do they have a 24 hour hotline that I can talk to somebody about abortion services or no? Are you there? Um, I don't see any. Yes. I don't see any of that information. All right. I got to talk to my wife because we're, that. All right, cause we're, we're, we're running out of coat hangers over here. So I was just curious if I can get someone on the phone. All right. I'm going to call back during regular business hours. Um, I, I appreciate your help. No problem. Thanks. All right. These damn coat hangers. All right. We'll have to call back during business hours. Oh my God. All right. All right. So let's see here. Let's see if this is the video. I think these uh, these sorts of sex selection abortions, race selection abortions. Planned Parenthood, the nation's leading abortion provider, was founded by Margaret Sanger. Was she a racist? Yes. Planned Parenthood says no. But she was the editor of the magazine Birth Control Review, which published many articles advocating eugenics. And the pro-life group Live Action recorded this shocking phone conversation with the director of development at a Planned Parenthood clinic in Idaho. Here's the response when a fake donor called and said he wanted to make a donation targeting black babies. I really face trouble with affirmative action, and I don't want my kids being disadvantaged, you know, against um, black kids. I just had a baby. I want to put it in his name, you know. Um, yeah, you know, so that's that's definitely possible. That's fantastic. We just think, you know, the, the, the less the less black kids out there, the better. <laughs> that's horrible. Understandable. Understandable. <laughs> this is the first time I've had a donor call and ask, make this kind of request, so I'm excited and I'm, I want to make sure I don't leave anything out. Yes, Planned Parenthood, make sure you don't leave anything out as you target black children for genocide. And it reminds me of ISIS and. Oh my god! I'm trying. That wasn't the one I was looking for. Let me see yeah, it. but that was great. What's wrong with people? Oh yeah, that's great. It's like their program. They don't care. It's just all right. Just, just if they're gonna give money, take their money. I want to. Uh, I want to call and ask if they, if they sell coat hangers. Do you guys sell coat hangers? Like, do you guys sell coat hangers? Do you guys sell? I'm looking for the coat hanger department where you guys sell the coat hangers. Although, wouldn't that be like the do-it-yourself abortion? Do you have the do-it-yourself it kits? What are you doing? I think I found another call. You what? Oh. Street, that's correct, and that's Columbus, Ohio. Administration. This is Lisa. Hi, uh, I'm interested in making a donation today. Let me just him in our development office. Is there anyone I can speak with right now? Me. Mm-hmm. And who am I speaking with now? My name is Lisa. What's your position? Administrative assistant. Okay. When I underwrite abortion, does that apply to minorities too? If you speak 
specifically want it to underwrite an abortion for a minority person, you can target it that way. You can you can specify that that's how you want it spent. Okay, yeah, because there's so de there's definitely way too many black people in Ohio. So I'm just trying to do my part. Oh my God. Okay, whatever. Well, blacks especially need abortions too. So that's what I'm trying to do. Well, for whatever reason, we'll accept the money. Okay. Oh, for great. whatever reason. Thank you. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. I can't. I can't take it. <sighs> As a matter of fact, Mr. Dorn, and if I may finish, we have received contributions from people who want us who want to support us because they want all welfare mothers and all black women to stop having children. Well, yeah, that's what they want. Good afternoon, this is Autumn. Hello, Autumn. I'm, I'm interested in making a donation today. Fantastic. What about abortions for the underprivileged minority groups? I want to specify that abortion to help a minority group. Would that be possible? Like Absolutely. the black community, for example? Certainly. Okay. So, so the abortion could could be, you know, I can give money specifically for a black baby. That would that be the purpose. Yeah, absolutely. Um, if you wanted to designate that you wanted your gift to be used to help an African American woman in need, mm -hmm. um, then we would certainly uh, make sure that that gift was earmarked. She, she acts like she's doing purpose. them great like because I really face trouble them. with affirmative action, and I don't want my kids being disadvantaged, you know, against um, black kids. I just had to be. Maybe I want to put in his name. Anything out. Anything out. Hello, this is Irene. Hi, um, I'm interested in, in uh, making a donation. I'd like to fund one abortion. Okay. I was wondering if that would be possible. Yes, we can definitely put that. Um, can I make the donation specifically for a minority group? Like a specific group yeah. of color? Like a yeah. group of... I mean, like, I want the abortion to be for an African-American baby. Okay. And I was wondering if that could be possible. The exact amount we charge right now is $450 for an abortion. Okay, 450 And, um... We can definitely designate it for an African-American. Wonderful. Um, yeah. Um, if I wanted to help fund multiple abortions, could you also specify that this can be done for um, a specific group? You get a group discount? Great, yeah. great. Um, well, I'm really excited, you know, because I really face trouble with affirmative action. I don't want my kids to be um, uh, disadvantaged. Same guy calling all these places. Um, I love you know, yeah. against, against, um, against blacks within college and... And other plus, um, less blacks out there, the better. So, oh my god, it's a strange time for sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's a strange time. Okay, thank you so much. And no uh, you'll receive the check in a few days. Hello, this is Sue. May I help you? <laughs> Hi, uh, Sue. I'm interested in making a donation. Great. So, could, could, would it be possible for me to, to donate that money specifically for these these minority groups so that they could have access to abortions? Yes, it would be. Wonderful. And could I specify that 
abortion be done, or those abortions be done for a particular minority group, or how does that work? If you wish, you can. Okay. So, so for example, the black community in Tulsa, would it be possible to, to give the money specifically for that? You sure can. Wonderful. Great. The abortions will be done specifically for the black community abortions. I can, I will market in such a way that definitely it will. On a black baby? Yes. Thank you. Great. Okay. Uh, so, can I give you my credit card number? Yes. Yo, this guy is a terrorist. He, he's he's nuts. He's Fuck. not. He he, no, he is a, he is a touchstone terrorist. So so, it's funny because this is just one guy. I saw. I was watching a documentary uh, about Planned Parenthood and how it became a thing. I forget what the documentary was. And uh, it was not just one guy. It was a ton of different people calling, making very similar calls to that. Uh, but this is this is a reality. White means is in the chat. Perfect timing <laughs> for the end of the show. Um, but, better late than fucking never. Yeah, better late than fucking never. The last thing I want to touch on, and I know, Alan, you think it's a big distraction, which it really is. But uh, there is a couple things that I do want to point out and I want everybody to be aware of. Uh, the Epstein list that everybody's talking about and sharing around. It's complete uh, bullshit. The internet, everybody's fucking stupid and retarded because that's the same list that we've been talking about for yeah. the past two and a half, and, three years. But people also have to realize that they're talking about this list from a defamation case that yep. was settled and the judge is like, well, there's no reason to have it uh, redacted and sealed anymore to release it. And they're giving people the chance. Oh, people are, are requesting the, they're requesting, um, uh, extensions to get their name off the list because there's a lot of victims on the list. This is not the client list that you they're talking about. You, you, Elaine no. Maxwell and DOJ and the sealed list. This is not that list. You no. fucking retards. No, but everybody's and, sharing this list as if it's the fucking list. They're like, oh look, the Epstein client list dropped. Look stop. At all that it. You've had this fucking list for two and a half years. Like you guys it, are so fucking dumb. It literally. Oh, white memes is in uh, James's chat. Hold on, what? Uh, Curry, what was what was fucked up? He said, "Alan, that was fucked up." Did I do something to say something that was fucked up that you didn't like? That I'm going to tell mother. you. What did I say? What? what, what so, Alan said so, something. I don't so, know. Something that offended my mother. It's probably retard because she doesn't like. Oh, my that, oh, that's oh, that's your mom. That's my mom. Yeah. Oh, what was fucked up, Mrs. Curry? I hope you're feeling good. Tell me what was fucked up so I could do it again. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, but this list is 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 absolutely ridiculous. But there's it's a, it's a pilot flight list, which makes no sense. It's uh, it's so stupid. It was out there. The only list that matters is the actual client list, the little black book, the client list that nobody got arrested from that you met. Jislaine Maxwell is 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 in prison for. And the only list I really care about, as far as travel lists, is who went to and from the island. Those are not who well, flew in 1993 no. from Palm Beach to Jersey. So you 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 were talking about this uh, earlier on the LFA TV, and it, I was trying I was trying to keep up, um, but the chat was just going fucking nuts, and uh, I, I'm sure you didn't see everything. 
But uh, I, I really think that it's important to point out that it's not just from the island. Like every single one of his properties was rigged for audio and video. His New, New Mexico ranch, he was literally planning on seeding the entire world with his DNA. Like that was a legit plan by Jeffrey Epstein to knock up so many women that his DNA would be everywhere in the world. Uh, I thought about doing that. And, and that was that was in, in, in New Mexico. So uh, I, I do care about the people that flew with Jeffrey Epstein more so after his 2008 conviction. Well, uh, that, 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 yes. Yes. So like that, if, you, if you flew with Jeffrey Epstein after 2008, I don't care. I don't care if you flew from fucking Florida to New York, from wherever to yeah. wherever. I don't fucking care. I specifically you, said, but I, but James, I also specifically said that the, the people Post 2008, it doesn't matter yes. who took a picture with Jeffrey Epstein or flew on his fucking plane. It really made no difference unless it was those people that were involved with his nonsense. That's why it's important to see who was going to and from the island before he yes. was arrested. Yes. And then anyone who associated with him after 2008, after he was publicly arrested for sex crimes, those are the people that are pieces of shit that knowingly – Spend time with this guy after the fact, which, which is a lot of people, a lot of yeah, fucking people, of course, and, and they they all should be held accountable. And but, but they have to be held accountable for well, one, if they hold some sort of position, and if they engaged in any type of crimes, because just because the guy someone hung out with a shitty person, well, I, I mean, yeah, you can call them a shitty person, doesn't mean they engaged in any crimes with the guy. No, but you 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 have you have a lot of explaining to do because uh, or not. I mean, they what if they tell you, well, fuck you. I'm not explaining anything. You know what I mean? Like that. That's that's the thing. And then then you're, I agree you're, with you. You're, I think you're a pedophile. Then <laughs> point blank. Period. You're yeah. You're a uh, agreed. Hundred uh, percent. You're a fucking pedophile, uh, and you you are a disgusting human being. Yeah. But, um, you know they're already giving us some low hanging fruit. In uh, in Bill Clinton uh, being DOE uh, 36, which I love to hear, honestly, Alan, as much as I know, it's a low hanging fruit. Uh, there's still so many people in this world that have no clue about Clinton's uh, relationship to Epstein. They think it's a conspiracy. Sure. And, and now it's being confirmed for the boomer sweats and these people that have no idea. But what I'm I'm really hoping is that. uh Dominoes start to fall because of names being named like Bill Clinton, because uh, I'm not so much concerned about Bill Clinton as much as I am about one of Jeffrey Epstein's handlers who is pictured with Bill Clinton on the Lolita Express. Uh, Rachel Chandler. Mm -hmm. Are you familiar with her, Alan? Yeah. She's Elaine Maxwell's good friend. Of course. She was a model agent. This is, by the way, she was 14 in this picture. 14 years old in this picture on the Lolita Express. Uh, but she worked very closely with Balenciaga and all of the models. Remember the Balenciaga scandal that we covered in great detail? Sure. She was she was very involved with those those artists and those fashion designers. Uh, she was a model agent. And uh, Chandler is short for child handler. And she just also so ha happens to post this on her Instagram before she deleted everything. And I took this screenshot myself back in the day. This is all of the CCTV footage from Epstein Island. Mm -hmm. That's a little odd. Who's this lady over here? 
but that looks like a bunch of people sitting on little cans locked up somewhere or she's pictured here with, it's all it, it's all sick with it's all M- sick Eminem who's very mm. outspoken about Donald Trump wonder why oh I'm 16 years old here in this picture Eminem or 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 P Diddy who's got a lot of issues going on right now I'm 14 here with P Diddy mm-hmm. oh yeah. oh and then she's 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 making comments on one of her posts because I don't think that's her but she's like old job camera pedo swirl is her comment camera pedo swirl get me the client list that's what I want to see but I what I'm saying is I think uh or at least I hope that you know names get started to get named and because of this like it's 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 the crack in the armor it's like all right well if I'm going down, if I'm going to get in trouble for this, like this person was involved too. And so is this person. And I'm, I'm, I'm really hoping that this starts to unravel some, some, some chatter. I don't think anyone's going to get in trouble. And, uh, well, that's, that's the problem. I don't think Bill Clinton's going to get in trouble at all. I don't think anything's going to come out that they're going to, I don't think it's going to happen. So I think, I think more and more information is, is going to come out. Because uh, this story is not going away, Alan. Like this story no, but, um, is not but going away. But, but here's my view on this current story that everybody's talking about and making people talk about this. And yes, it is a distraction. And but it not only distraction, it's deflection because all of the boomer people that we like to see that Bill Clinton is involved in it with Epstein and not uh, a conspiracy theory, which it's at now because he made multiple statements about it uh, today. One one audio and one, which I didn't listen to, and one uh, a statement from his from Bill Clinton's office. Here's the thing: all the people from the left and the boomers are doing, and the Desantards are doing, with this coming out, is just taking it and deflecting and saying, "Oh, look, Donald Trump flew on the Lolita Express in 1993." Oh, look. All I've been going through all so, of these leftist accounts all day. Oh, look, it's Donald difficult. Trump and his best friend, Jeffrey Epstein, which is which is expected. And it goes exactly. back to what we said earlier, Alan. Anything after the 2008 conviction, the arrest in 2007 conviction in yeah. 2008 is unacceptable. He stopped communicating with him in 2005 yes. and came out of Mar-a-Lago in 2005 for fraternized with a, uh, a mate. That, I believe. No, I think it was 2005. Well, whatever the case is, we but we know that rational people know that. And uh, yeah, yes, abs- rational rational people uh, this- do know that, but a lot of people don't. Even even people that like Donald Trump, that support Donald Trump, think that there may be some connection there. They're 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 not they're not good at putting pieces together of the puzzle. Right. Like they just hear what everybody else is saying and because he has pictures with him, he's like, ah, he probably was involved. Uh and and it's the, the furthest thing from the truth. And 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 I share this video constantly and I'm glad you shared it today on your show. Uh there's a, a full nine minute interview because after his first conviction in 2008 he got that sweetheart deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Clinton stepped in. The prosecutor was literally blackmailed to give him that sweetheart deal. Like he, he was, he had no choice. He was told by the, by, by the intelligence, he was untouchable. He couldn't be prosecuted. He got this sweetheart deal. He was able to be out in work release, still diddling kids while he was supposed to be in prison. The victims filed a civil suit and they hired a, a, a lawyer mm-hmm. and the lawyer 
uh, he subpoenaed everybody. And I'm going to play the first the, the first couple seconds of the beginning of the interview just to set the tone. And then I want to play the important part, what he says about Donald Trump. Everyone, this is Derek, and we're here at the Palm Beach County Courthouse. Just wrapped up the civil trial dealing with Mr. Bradley Edwards, attorney who's represented many of the victims of uh, Jeffrey Epstein. First off, thank you so much for your work and for everything you've done. Absolutely, you're welcome. So just go ahead and give everybody a rundown of what happened today, what took place, and why we're not going to be here for 10 days. Well, this was a, this was originated out of a case where I represented a number of victims of Jeffrey Epstein's uh, serial child molestation. And at some point in time, Mr. Epstein didn't like the way in which I was prosecuting those cases, um, a bit too aggressive for him. So he filed a lawsuit against me, making all kinds of false allegations. But he had a lot of lawyers, took a lot of time. I had to get my own lawyer, who you saw, Jack Scarola, and we've been defending that case for since 2009. When I got that case dismissed against against uh, me, mm-hmm. I sued him. So today was supposed to be my malicious prosecution action where I was to prove that the action he filed against me was malicious and it was false. No. Well, he settled that case for an undisclosed monetary amount, but also a very clear public apology no. affirming what this trial would have proven. So... He was working with the law, the victims, and he was sued because he was working with the victims. Now, here's what he had to say about Donald Trump in this interview, because it's a it's a great it's a great interview. It's a it's a nine minute long interview. I don't want to play the whole thing. Uh, I've posted on Twitter and on uh, Instagram many times, so you can check it out over there. But what he says about Donald Trump is the most important part of this interview, in my opinion. Just one more question on that document, um, and this goes to the, the more salacious rumors, but I would like you to just whatever you can say on it. Obviously, our current president has had relationships with Epstein in the past, and there are those, uh, Katie Johnson and maybe other victims who have accused Trump of being involved in things like this. Um, in my experience, Trump supporters will not listen to anything along those lines. Obviously, we're not a court of law here right now, but are those claims of the, the, that case was dropped? It was dropped before it went to, to court. In your opinion as a lawyer and your experience, is there anything you can say as to the validity of those claims or whether or not there will be any, you know, any more about that? Nothing at all. I, the only thing that I can say about President Trump is that he is the only person who in 2009, when I served a lot of subpoenas on a lot of people or at least gave notice to some pretty uh, connected people that I was going that I wanted to talk to them. He is the only person who picked up the phone and said, let's just talk. I'll give you as much time as you want. I'll tell you what you need to know. And was very helpful in the information that he gave and gave no indication whatsoever that he was involved in anything untoward whatsoever, but had good information that checked out and that helped us and that we didn't have to take a a, a deposition of him. That was in 2009. That was in 2009. So do you know if there's any truth to James Patterson's claims that Trump kicked Epstein out of Mar-a-Lago? I've definitely heard that. I I definitely heard that. I don't know that it was Trump himself as opposed to a manager there. Uh, Trump's club. So yeah, Trump's I've heard the rumor that Epstein was kicked out of there for allegedly trying to pick up somebody's daughter or something like yes, that at the spa. Yep. I think I did chase that down sure. as far as I could and, and never was able to confirm it, but I, I heard I'm on. The- so I think it's very important to point that out. And anybody that you see 
trying to frame Donald Trump as a friend of Epstein or involved with Epstein, that interview right there completely exonerates him on top of the fact that if they had any evidence on the man, Oh, they would have used it a long fucking time ago. There would be no indictments because Donald Trump's name would be leaked. There would be some sort of evidence. There would be witnesses, and they would be indicting Donald Trump as a, as a sexual predator. Yep. Oh, as no, a no pedophile. Question. No mean, question. But that interview right there, 2009, was well before he was running for, for politics. Uh, we all know that Epstein was a giant blackmail operation. Every single room and every single property that he had was rigged for audio and video. Now, all you had to do was go there and be on audio and video and they could blackmail you. Very, very simple. That's all you had to do is go there because now that Epstein is out of the bag and we know what Epstein is, all they would have to say is, oh, here's Donald Trump at Epstein's Zorro Ranch or here's Donald Trump at his Palm Beach or Paris house or New York Manhattan home hanging out. He must have been diddling kids. He's guilty by association just because he was there. And they have none of that. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. And this lawyer said he gave him he's the only person, the only person in 2009 that helped out. So in 2009, you're telling me that before he was like, I love all these people. Well, Donald Trump is one of them. He's one of them. Well, 2009, he wasn't a president or even aspiring to be president. Nobody knew he had plans to run for president in 2009. Don't you think it would have been very easy for them to drop a manila envelope at the door like, hey, Donnie? Shut the fuck up or we're going to release this this photo of you out into the world and frame you as a pedophile like I think that they did to, to Michael Jackson. Yeah. Be very easy in 2009. Why wouldn't they use it then? Because they didn't have it. There was right. nothing for them to use. The, the reason nobody else spoke up and gave them any helpful information and picked up the phone after they got subpoenaed was because they all were blackmailed. Every single one of them. Every single one of them. And and, 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 and and a lot of Congress and a lot of our politicians are, are avoiding the subject like the fucking plague. And uh, Tim Burchett came out and, 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 and fucking grilled these people. And I hope I, I hope we get more people that are speaking out and, and not just speaking out, taking action, because I don't expect any accountability till Donald Trump gets in. That's the only way we're going to see these people held accountable, because the DOJ is not prosecuting. The FBI is clearly not investigating. They have all the tapes. They have all of the all of the evidence. They're not going to do shit with it until we have someone who's in office who's going to use it, use it, use it to hold these people accountable, which I think it's going to be Donald Trump. But Tim Burchett made a great point. What I will wrap up. You know, you've got these skeevy old dudes that have Everybody said, well, they've gone and had sex on this island. What's the big deal? No, they haven't. They've done an act of violence against a child. They need to be burned on that. And that's that's the list we need. And they need to be held accountable. Yeah, and unfortunately, in this country, list. there's, there's mm-hmm. two sets of justice for the, the rich and the wealthy, the powerful, and, and the rest of us. And this, that needs to end today. And the federal judge, federal courts can, can prove me wrong, but I think they're compromised as well. So do I. I think you've got high-ranking people that have their tentacles have reached into way too far into our government on both sides of the aisle. Yep. And we need to get to the bottom of it. I think that you probably know some of the people that are on this list. And I think that a lot of people waking up, particularly in New York and Washington, are a little extra nervous this morning. Yeah, I, I would hope they are. And I hope they get burned every dadgum one of them because they don't, you know, the Bible's pretty clear about uh, what God thinks about people that mess with a child. I think the American public needs to stand up and do something right finally and, and demand both sides of the aisle. We need to clean. We need to wash our hands of this deal. This is this is sickening. 
Yep. And it goes at the core of what is wrong with this world right now in this country with our, just this gross fascination with this. It's, it's really sickening. And I, you know, I, I called it out because Dick Durbin in the Senate, you know, my, my dear friend, Marsha Blackburn, who had the guts to, to ask for this stuff, he told her no. And then when he was asked about it, he almost denied even knowing who Jeffrey Epstein was. That's right. Oh, I didn't even know about it. And clearly his friend Bill Clinton um, is all over this thing. Mm-hmm. And and I just think America needs to know. Yeah. And, and to know the, the fact that we're covering this up should infuriate us. And if there's members of Congress, if, if they're on my side, they're out of the other side, I don't care. Burn them all. Burn them to the ground. Let's 100%. get this out. Burn them this to the is ground. the kind of thing that America should not stand for. I know Tennesseans don't stand for it. That gum. You know, America should not stand for this kind of foolishness. We need answers. The public yeah. needs to know. Uh, but, again, but again, this list means not nothing. List. nothing. This story no. among this list, this story is a plant. It's a list, a bullshit list for a defamation case, people. This is not the news that everybody's worried about that. And, and, and people are like, well, we got to look at the list. We got to look at the list. Oh my God. No, it's, 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 it's <clears throat> annoying. Like people have no fucking clue. And there's the Johnny come lately's that are like new to all of this. Like, Oh my yeah. God, here we go. Yeah. They say we have the list. The, the Gislaine matches, Gislaine Maxwell client list that was sealed by the DOJ that put her in prison. Okay. She mm-hmm. was arrested for peddling minors to nobody. Where is the list? That is the list that we need. The little black book. Elaine Maxwell's little black book. Well, fuck, fuck, the black, fuck the black book. The FBI has all of the tapes from the CCTV footage. They have all of the fucking photos of blackmail. They have all of it, dude. They have all they they, they have everything. Like it's, it's I'm sure. And I mean, they're just sitting up, just like they are with Anthony Weiner laptop, the Seth Rich laptop, yeah. just like they are with with, with with Hunter Biden's laptop. They're going to do nothing with it. They have it all. They have all of the evidence. There's a reason why they're not doing anything, because they're all compromised. There's people that they don't want people to know that are involved in this, that are in government, in in business, in entertainment, in every aspect of this uh, 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 of this country. And they're all pedophiles. They need to be castrated and hung in public. Every single one of them. Let, let, let's let's hope at some point in our lifetime we get to see who's on that I list think before I they think all die will. out. I think if Donald Trump gets in, I think we're going to find out a lot of information. Aaron Rodgers called out Jimmy Kimball today. It was hilarious. Jimmy Kimball is not too happy. But to close out the show on something fun, I would like to meet this big tennis stud. George Soros' Southampton estate swatted in the latest fake 911 call. Yeah. Someone swatted George Soros. And, he and probably, his, wasn't, probably wasn't home. But nothing even really happened. No, it was swatted over the weekend uh, as a lefty-leaning billionaire became the latest high-profile victim of the 911 prank, said that he received a 911 call before 9 p.m. Saturday caller telling the cops that he uh, just shot his wife in a ritzy South Shore man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Manchin was threatening to shoot himself, setting officers rushing <clears throat> to the scene. Oh, hold on a second. What? Someone in the chat said my shirt is offensive. My my the shirt that I got from a black Trump supporter is, is a gift. Hold on. Here you go. Okay. <laughs> from, from from the organization. 
It says, my shirt is offensive. It should say, fuck Joe Biden. I really hope you're not serious in saying that my shirt is offensive because my shirt is not offensive because one, it's a black shirt. It's niggas for Trump. And I hate fuck Joe Biden shirts. This I would never buy this shirt. I would never buy a shirt. The shirt was given to me as a gift and I'm going to wear it on this show. And if it offends anybody, oh, okay. oh, oh, yours is, oh, I don't know what you mean then. Okay. Oh, let's go, Brandon. Your shirt is offensive. It oh, should say, fuck this Joe Biden. Oh, this I is assume all, it was this mine. Is also a gift. My, my, my shirt, some people are going to find pretty offensive. Oh, that's funny. Let's go, Brandon. I agree. I agree. It should say, it fuck, should Joe say Biden. fuck Joe There we go. That's weird. All these stupid buttons over there. All right. Yeah, George Soros. Listen, the his I know where his house is in Southampton. My um, my uncle he retired a a, a few years ago. Actually, no, he didn't. Re- he he retired as a nest as the chief of Nassau County Police. He took the job at Southampton uh, Police as the police chief there after he retired. It's a small village, and uh, he had so passed Alan, away. You the one who swatted George Soros? No, he had he had <laughs> passed away, and literally something like that. They send they send one cop first. They call because all of those people have security for their estates. So what they do is like from the Southampton police station, they pick up the phone and they call and say, "What's going on over there?" Oh, it's nothing. It's a false alarm. And they'll they, I think they literally have twelve cops. They send one cop over there to just make sure everything's okay. It completely. Well, it wasn't like a big swatting incident. No, I know, I know. They're they're fucking trying to make a mountain out of a molehill, but yeah, it's, 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 it is it is it is pretty entertaining. I'm not gonna lie. I do I do enjoy the thought of. George Soros sitting there in his blue swim trunks, sitting there old saggy and wrinkly with his eye flaps and a bunch of SWAT people showing up to his house like they're doing a poor cat turd. He was probably busy making sure that his name wasn't exposed on any Epstein client list. (laughs) Yeah, for real. (laughs) Oh, it's your first Zentropa Zentropa 7. It's your first time here. I saw it as a random thing on Rumble, but when it said we the people, I'm in. Cool. Yeah, we go live every Tuesday and Friday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. I go live every morning, 8 a.m. Eastern for MAGA mornings, and then 3 p.m. Eastern over on LFA TV on Rumble for America First Live, but... Yeah, Buck, J- Jack Prasovic sucks. Fuck that guy. I yeah. can't stand Jack Prasovic. He's a cunt. He knows nothing about nothing. But it's been a fun episode. We'll be back on Friday with Memes of the Week. I'll be back bright in the mo- early in the morning, 8 a.m. Oh, you know, you know, uh, Memes of the Week, while I was sitting here, I saw and I, I, I already posted it and told them, but uh, C3P memes made Joe Rogan. Really? Yeah, well, we'll play it on Memes of the Week. We'll play the clip. But one of his clips made Joe Rogan. It's it's going around Twitter right now as we speak, but yeah, hey, they uh, I don't know who he was on there with, but it was a KJP meme, C3P memes, but he did he he made the, he made Joe Rogan C3P in the big time. They that's he's why in the big I, times. I, I I'm I'm actually curious because he's no longer on YouTube, by the way. Well, they demonetized him. Oh, they demonetized him. They demonetized him on YouTube after the New York Times article. They demonetized his channel. Oh yeah, I forgot. I was gonna say because it was shortly after we we shared. Him being on YouTube, <laughs> it was no, right. it was the, it was the New York Times article, yeah, yeah, and he was doxed, yeah, and then he he they, yeah, he got doxed big time. Yeah, and then they, they I think they even mentioned in the New York Times article that he was on YouTube and whatever it was and, they demonetized him. Engineer by day, meme legend for life. Yeah, uh, but uh, 
Make sure you tune in tomorrow, 8 a.m. Tell Alan to get fucked for me. 3 p.m. Eastern, Alan will be on LFA TV. Come and hang out. I'll probably be in the chat telling Alan to get fucked myself. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. Shout out to our sponsors, uh, Kush Creams and Sirius CBD. And can't forget our good friends at Patriot Cigars. When he salutes the flag, the flag salutes back. When he questions the outcome of an election, the DOJ indicts itself. When he sneezes, people say, God bless America. Cuba imports cigars from him. He is the most patriotic man in America. I don't always smoke cigars, but when I do, I smoke Patriots. Stay MAGA, my friends. Mm, my favorite. Can I get one of those? No, Bill. We all know what you like to do with cigars. Patriot Cigars, a premium smoke for freedom-loving patriots. The Patriot Cigar Company's story started with Alan Jacoby's love of cigars and love of America. There's no better way to celebrate the freedoms we cherish than smoking a premium Patriot Cigar. Whether it's TNTs, Moabs, Hellfires, or Mark 48 torpedoes, all Patriot Cigars are handmade and blended with 100% long filler premium Nicaraguan tobacco to bring you the smoothest smoking experience imaginable. Patriot Cigars are enjoyed by many of MAGA's finest. Do yourselves a favor and order some today. God bless America and God bless Patriot Cigars. So go to mypatriotcigars.com and get yours today. Make sure you use code WPRUSA for 15 or 25% off. I'm reading the, the sign. I'm fucking retarded. 25% off your order. Uh, if you're not a cigar smoker, order one for a military man or woman uh, that's deployed. They will go to servicemen, $9.95 plus the 25% off. On top of that, you get discounts on that box. There's subscriptions. I got free, free free shipping on orders over hundred bucks, and actually, I got to try the Sidewinders. Uh, two people messaged me. It's like I I ordered the Sidewinders, and I fucking loved them. It's a nice. It's it's a small. It's a small smoke. It's nice. And actually, what we're doing now, um, soon, we're gonna do. Um, uh, we have the boxes of twenty, but we're out. We're actually going to do bundles of twenty five cigars for the same price as boxes of twenty. So you'll actually be getting. 25 cigars for the price of 20. So in essence, you're getting five cigars free. We're going to be doing that very soon. And all five of them will be uh, available in bundles very, very soon. So like if you get a, a box, like just say I get a box of Mark 48s, can I get a bundle of like a sample pack or is it all Mark 48s? No, each one, no, no, each one that like if there's a box of 20, yeah, you can you can get that or you can get a bundle of 25. So you won't get the box. Some people are like, oh, we you want the actual box, or you can uh, sacrifice getting the box and get an extra five cigars and get a bundle of cigars. So it'll be a uh, bundle of each one, like bundle of Mark 48s, or you want a bundle of 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 uh of sidewinders or a bundle of whatever, and they're gonna be the same price as a box of 20. Use code WPRUSA. You'll get 25% off your entire oh, order. Oh, excuse me. These smokes are great. The, the warm weather is around the corner, ladies and gentlemen. We're past the holidays. It's going to be golf season. It's going to be beach season. No better than. It's going to be elect fucking Donald Trump season. So yep. get your Patriot cigars and celebrate the victory of the primaries and the generals with Patriot cigars. Yes. 
it's the thing to do. And if you don't, you're a fucking fed. Yep. So do us a favor, hit that follow button, hit that thumbs up button. If you're watching on Alan's channel, go to my channel. If you're watching on my channel, go to Alan's channel. Helps us tickle the grund- algorithms grundle. Follow Alan's new account on Twitter, Alan Jacoby Jr. He's been nuked a million times. I'm heavily shadow banned. Follow us, WPRUSA17 on Twitter. Until Friday, guys. Until next time, where we go one, we go all. See ya. Our movement is about replacing a failed and corrupt political establishment with a new government controlled by you, the American people. The Washington establishment and the financial and media corporations that fund it exist for only one reason, to protect and enrich itself. The establishment has trillions of dollars at stake in this election. For those who control the levers of power in Washington and for the global special interest, they partner with these people that don't have your good in mind. Our campaign represents a true existential threat like they haven't seen before. This is not simply another four-year election. This is a crossroads in the history of our civilization that will determine whether or not we, the people, reclaim control over our government. The political establishment that is trying to stop us is the same group responsible for our disastrous trade deals, massive illegal immigration, and economic and foreign policies that have bled our country dry. The political establishment has brought about the destruction of our factories and our jobs as they flee to Mexico, China, and other countries all around the world. It's a global power structure that is responsible for the economic decisions that have robbed our working class, stripped our country of its wealth, and put that money into the pockets of a handful of large corporations and political entities. This is a struggle for the survival of our nation. And this will be our last chance to save it. This election will determine whether we're a free nation or whether we have only the illusion of democracy, but are in fact controlled by a small handful of global special interests rigging the system, and our system is rigged. This is reality. You know it, they know it, I know it, and pretty much the whole world knows it. The Clinton machine is at the center of this power structure. We've seen this firsthand in the WikiLeaks documents in which Hillary Clinton meets in secret with international banks to plot the destruction of U.S. sovereignty in order to enrich these global financial powers, her special interest friends, and her donors. Honestly, she should be locked up. The most powerful weapon deployed by the Clintons is the corporate media, the press. Let's be clear on one thing. The corporate media in our country is no longer involved in journalism. They're a political, special interest, no different than any lobbyist or other financial entity with a total political agenda. And the agenda is not for you, it's for themselves. Anyone who challenges their control is deemed a sexist, a racist, a xenophobe. They will lie, 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 and then again, they will do worse than that. 
They will do whatever's necessary. The Clintons are criminals, remember that. This is well documented. And the establishment that protects them has engaged in a massive cover-up of widespread criminal activity at the State Department and the Clinton Foundation in order to keep the Clintons in power. They knew they would throw every lie they could at me and my family and my loved ones. They knew they would stop at nothing to try to stop me. Nevertheless, I take all of these slings and arrows gladly for you. I take them for our movement so that we can have our country back. I knew this day would arrive. It's only a question of when. And I knew the American people would rise above it and vote for the future they deserve. The only thing that can stop this corrupt machine is you. The only force strong enough to save our country is us. The only people brave enough to vote out this corrupt establishment is you, the American people. Our great civilization has come upon a moment of reckoning. I didn't need to do this, folks, believe me. I built a great company, and I had a wonderful life. I could have enjoyed the fruits and benefits of years of successful business deals and businesses for myself and my family, instead of going through this absolute horror show of lies, deceptions, malicious attacks. Who would have thought? I'm doing it because this country has given me so much, and I feel so strongly that it's my turn to give back to the country that I love. I'm doing this for the people and for the movement, and we will take back this country for you, and we will make America great again.